0: Dude, some of the boomers on fucking Facebook are terrible. Like, I'm not a left wing or a right wing person, but it's just one of those things where it's like, fucking boomers on Facebook are like, "Holy shit, where did you come from?"
1: Can you hear me? Right, have to have.
0: No.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off.
3: (laughs) So, it keeps screaming at me. Oh, Firefox doesn't do group calls on Facebook. Like, what the fuck?
0: Why are you using Firefox, bro?
3: Because the person who helped me set up my fucking uh, computer made me switch to it instead of using Chrome.
2: I feel Gun. like it's a it set machine. <laughs>
0: yeah, a, a
3: pretty much it was a shame.
0: Fucking a machine. God damn it.
3: Zach, you're not going to get this, Joe. You may, but you got to peel your memory back about ten years ago. I oh, would love fuck. for the intro to this show in tribute to Takashi Sugara. The intro be from Pro Wrestling Noah. The intro to be U2's "When Love Comes to Town." <laughs> Holy
2: shit!
3: Because I watched, uh, I've been—we'll talk about it in the show—but I've been binging uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Well, they're on DDT Universe, and uh, DDT Universe doesn't uh, mute music, so I've been seeing this big-ass fucking wrestling machine coming out to U2's <laughs> "When Love Comes to Town," and seeing Dick Togo come out to. Uh, insane of the brain by cypress hill so
1: (laughs) i mean that's all you need right there (laughs) anytime why is that not an american fucking theme song right
0: the cypress hill not the youtube
1: how do we not have somebody that's just overly fucking pot smoked out of their fucking gourd like that's (laughs) what i was like like who
3: like, like dick togo (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: like dick shows, right. you got me. Fuck it. How has Vince Vince not done this? You just get a dude with that looks like Juice Robinson. He's got a lot Fuckin of hey, he's got a lot of things going on right now.
2: All right? I just meant when he had the dreads.
0: When he had the dreads and shit, it's just like, how the fuck did he not do this?
1: Now he looks like a Russ. sitcom. Yeah. 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 All right, let's do Whatever. this. Whatever, it's fine. I love him.
2: Check it out, it's Sam the Raven. You know, he's a douchebag. love comes to town, I'm gonna jump that train. with love comes to town, I'm gonna catch that plane. May I'm to ever let you down. But I did what I did before love came to
1: town. In a world full of chaos and pure shittockery comes The Boys. Hello, welcome to Drunk in Your House, quarantine edition. <laughs> stay the fuck inside. Stay the fuck inside. Drunk,
3: stay in your house.
1: Yeah, it's drunk. Yeah, no <laughs> one's at anyone's house. We're not even in your house. Realistically, we're not in your house. We're in your ear safely uh, with body condoms on, and you can't feel it. It's fun. So a...
3: Over Facebook messaging call thing.
1: Right, this is as body condom as it gets. It's fine.
0: This is the most advanced <laughs> conversation I've ever had because I've never
1: used this shit before. Right? You're never going to probably like this is it?
3: Yeah, me and me and uh, like... me and Joe have uh, done this plenty of times before. So like when Zach was like, oh I don't know, I was like, dude, it's easy. Trust me. All you gotta do is hit that little phone button on your phone and then ta-da.
0: <laughs> it wasn't that easy,
1: Greg, because you were like, what the fuck?
3: Well, that's because my Firefox decided to be fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> I told you it's a setup. It's all a setup. Firefox is a pure setup. It's not even an internet browser anymore. It's literally you click it, and then it takes your life. It takes everything. It itself is a fucking quarantine-worthy fucking device. Honestly, what I've never all known you was... porn.
3: <laughs> I never would have known it's what a Firefox was porn. had I never met Joe's nephew. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I feel like that's a solid thing. Josh is a big Firefox shithead.
3: Uh, Josh named uh, someone named Josh such a shithead? No.
1: Yes. <laughs> what? Never. The amount of Joshes I know that are pieces Kyle. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, goddamn it. <laughs> he doesn't listen. It's fine.
3: Hell no. He's too busy working.
1: Yeah, so, dude, I saw his fucking, I saw his whip from all the hours that he was putting in and all the money that he's making doing whatever he's doing, prostitution. I don't know what it is, but it, he's got, he's got a fucking, he's got a toasty ride. I like it.
3: So how often have you guys went out since this shutdown?
1: Handful Every of time. Day.
3: Every day. Every oh yeah, because you, you're still working.
0: I'm still working and I have food to buy and
1: yeah. Yup every day cuz I'm essential. I was going to say I was everyday up until about 2 weeks ago. I was and then I got sick.
3: So what happened was what happened with uh, my So
0: work? Would, are you going back to work? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, Regis, oh no, okay. Only... Yeah.
3: Peak so behind the quarantine
0: for 2 weeks and then going back and with a doctor's note saying I don't cough, I don't have fever, this that, and the other.
1: Well okay, so or here's what it is. Or just you...
0: like stay the fuck home. We no, that's exactly,
1: that's exactly what it kind of is, is that they need to know that I'm completely clear of any form of symptoms before they can bring me back. Because my HR lady called me, and she talked to me, and she's like, do you have a cough still? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I was like, I still kind of got a cough. I was like, my throat's kind of sore still, but it's not like, you know, death pain or anything like that. And she's like, nope, it's too close. Oh. Still too close. <laughs> too wow. close to call. She's like, you you got to stay home. She's like, I'll call you in the middle of the week next week. I'll see how you're feeling. And then we'll touch base. And then if we can get you going from there, like if you feel better by the time I call you, then I still need 72 hours after that.
2: You get Dude, sick pay, right? Here.
1: See, no, that's, that's the cool. thing. Is that I, At work, we've got like vacation time and personal time and stuff like that that we can use. Um, if we chose all. to, I chose not to. <laughs> right. I chose not to. And I was like, why don't I just go through unemployment? Because they've got a specific thing for good like luck. Terrible idea. Oh, terrible I did
2: I'm good. Of I course.
3: It. Of course you're good. Then I'm good. Me. I told
1: Greg, I was
0: like, good fucking luck, dude. That sucks because fucking unemployment's like fucking way over.
3: I got story. The
0: fucking number of calls.
3: Okay, so I literally day uh day after I was laid off three weeks ago, I uh, went on unemployment, <laughs> went on the unemployment site, filled out my shit, sent it, in, figured I'd be set. Well, I didn't put in the right amount. I guessed. Well, when I got my actual fucking paycheck, I put in that amount because I didn't want to be caught, uh, uh, smuggling or whatever the fuck you call it, embezzling or whatever. Oh, uh, no, embezzling
0: sa- is spending money you don't have.
3: Well, anyway, uh, they they said. Uh, <laughs> Our records indicate you make more than you're allot than what we're allotting you. So uh, you please call this number to uh, get that fixed. This has been going on for three weeks, and I I'm only allowed to call Monday through Friday, like eight to five. And it if I even get past the main menu because half the time it's like our tra- our uh, the amount of tra- call traffic. We, please call again later or whatever the fuck. Well, finally I got to so like I would get to the fucking numbers. Press three, hangs up. And this did it multiple times before finally I was feeling frisky. I was like, okay, what are the other options? What are more options? Because it gives you the more options thing. Click five. Click the five. And then I hear my problem that I need to look into. I'm like, holy shit. Clicked it. Doesn't hang up, but it goes to, currently our traffic is too high. Please call again later. And I'm just like... Fuck, but you know what? That's uh that's a relief. I know what number to press and it's not going to hang up on me. So, that's at this rate by the time I get an unemployment check, we'll be all, we'll all be back to work. Like fuck. Well, even
1: if that, well, even if that's the case, you still got the stimulus check coming, so
3: hopefully. What the fuck is it?
1: Oh, it's coming.
3: They're sending about uh, rumor
0: this week or next. It's supposed to be, it was supposed to be this week or yeah, this
1: Yeah. I think com- yesterday they started yeah. sending them out yesterday.
3: Well, to save money, I switched to vodka, and uh, it's uh, it's been a hell of a ride. So you're going
1: to say Geico for a second? <laughs> Holy damn, He was going to say, I switched to Geico. <laughs> My insurance is a little lower.
3: I'm on day six of uh, vodka and Pepsi.
1: Ew. Ew. <laughs>
3: Y'all say ew, I say yum. and it's uh, Right, but
1: you also drink fucking anything that has cinnamon in it. So uh, that's a, <laughs> gross. Cinnamon's usually
0: like the 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 drink you go to after you've been drinking for a while. You're like, oh shit, we're out of things. <laughs> right, you take a fireball fire after you've been drinking. Yeah.
1: You're like fire oh, yeah, fine, I can't taste that shit.
3: I'm going backwards, so I'm switching to like straight vodka and then mixing it with shit.
1: Right, you're the kind of guy that goes through all that and then gets handed a nice bourbon, and you're just like, I guess so. <laughs> my, I'll drink it.
3: My review of vodka is it tastes like how rubbing alcohol smells. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> what kind of vodka did you get? That's the important Svetka. thing. Oh, okay. oh Jesus. You could have went worse. No, Vodka's terrible. It's affordable, damn it.
0: Skull. Sorry. I was like, what is with you? Greg and getting like almost the worst but not quite. At least he got into not Resident like, Evil at at least Resident I'm, Evil five.
3: At least I'm not like <laughs> Drew. At least I'm not like Drew who is like gives me money to go grab a bottle. He goes, Here's money, grab me vodka. What kind? Eh, surprise me.
1: <laughs> surprise me.
3: But of course Drew's actually an essential worker. He's uh he let, he quit Menards and he went back to uh, working with his mom. Uh, so, he's doing that. I think they do, like, mail service, something like that. Ma- oh. like a, a mailing service.
1: I was going you have to be very specific with that. Cause that was, a, like, mail service, a mail you service, you say? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
3: M-A-I-L. Yeah. We get that now. We get
1: that now. Beforehand, there were a lot of questions. And, so, that's uh, how you and met,
0: huh? Yeah. <laughs> through his mail service. Oh, yeah. Interesting. You're like, and
1: I saw this website.
3: Bruce Bigelow, I mean, Big Gigolo, whatever the fuck it is. What the
0: Weren't fuck? Weren't you is... going to pay like $75 to get booty? Did you
1: say Bruce Gigolo? <laughs> Bruce Gigolo. Bruce male Bigelow, gigolo.
3: male Gigolo. There we go.
1: You mean fucking Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> <go>. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> Greg's probably
0: like, yeah, that's just your opinion, man. Yeah, he fucking dude it up.
1: <laughs> That's just so like, like your opinion, opinion. Hey. <laughs> uh, speaking of that. All right, so what have you boys been uh, binging on and watching since uh, the old quarantine?
3: Oh, uh, I I binged I binged pro wrestling Noah from. Okay,
1: non okay, wrestling, non wrestling. Okay,
3: uh, I've been playing a shit ton of video games on the Twitch channel. Other than that, haven't really watched much.
0: I've been watching Greg
3: Twitch after work,
0: and, uh, That's very strange. and I was watching X Men and X Men Evolution, and yeah.
3: Zach, I want you to explain the video games I've been playing that you've watched to Joe.
0: He played a farming of sorts simulator, which was weird. Um, Resident Evil One remastered. He did the Jill. I wasn't around for the Jill one that long. Then I pretty much watched him finish the Chris one, didn't I? Or no? Something like that. Remember. You were
3: close. You close to it. I was pretty much checked out because I think the Chris one sucks. I think the Jill Jill <laughs> campaign is so much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just go on there and give Greg shit about everything. And then you watched. Oh, uh,
3: so. You came on for Ark, which is this dinosaur game I play. Yeah. And, and they, they're they having an yeah. Easter events like Dodos and shit have like bunny ears on and like
0: So, oh go ahead
3: And like uh, like raptors will have like, you could put like bunny ears on like T-Rexes and shit <laughs> It's uh, Easter events, and, the holiday events on Ark are strange and very cringy
0: And Greg died to a giant snake with bunny ears and he's like, nope, not fucking with that I was like, you go back there and you get your damn shit back you kill purple, that snake giant purple and wear snake. his face as a
1: mask.
3: Giant purple snake with <laughs> rabbit ears. Just
1: don't eat you be that. a bitch. He fucking life your boots. That's what you do. Now. <laughs> you turn his ass into some boots and then you stomp don't, his mama. That's what you do. Don't be a bitch.
0: Stomp a mud hole in
3: him. Then uh, I, sent couple, I sent a couple. Clips, <laughs> I sent a couple clips. I sent a couple clips and videos of uh, me playing. Uh, wrestling revolution 3d to uh joe and uh so far good i've good. had i've had ray mysterio so ray mysterio's died in a horrible <laughs> ring accident uh <laughs> rick flair's gay
1: yeah he came out
3: uh i tagged what a I, twist i formed a tag team with kane and uh joined the that sounds fac- about
2: right though it was
3: a faction with kane paul bearer and the undertaker that joined then I had a team with Tito Santana where he turned on me. I And then I had what I had a. I think right now Road Dog's my manager. And I currently. Oh. So far, the companies I've been oh, He's Rodey. So, yeah. He's not
0: Road Dog. He's Rodey. So far, he's the, the
3: The companies I've been in are, uh, of course, Wrestling School, Triple A. I got fired because I refused to take a pay cut because I was injured and I needed the money. Uh. Hmm. Fucking Conan makes me work injured because he thinks I'm full of shit. So then that uh, sounds like a good game. I got I got fired. So then I got signed by WWE. They re-signed me for more money. Uh, so, so in a
2: weird storyline.
3: This game is fun as fuck. But like, oh this, yeah, dude. Like I could like, there's times where it's like I want to play it all day. There's the days so I'm like, oh, because like the controls are kind of weird. And like can be frustrating when like suddenly you're trying to do a jump and oh she falls over some shit. <laughs> of course I'm that weird I'm that weird person who has to play as a girl in every fucking video game, so my character's a girl. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: it's only in RPGs for me.
3: I lost a hair a versus like, hair match. Girl! <laughs> So, I was
1: oh, a, so now you're a bald mask. You're a bald chick. That's what that is.
3: I did put hair back on her when I resigned with WWE. So like I, I stay I I kept to the gimmick till my contract was coming up, and then they resigned me. So then I put I put hair back on her. <laughs> so <laughs> you
1: right. know, because that came directly from Vince, that you had to put the hair back on. You can't have bald bitches here.
3: It's funny though, because like she's wearing a great Sasuke mask. So like all the baldness is, is literally just like how how my uh, octagon mask looks on my head like that's bald
2: oh, that makes sense.
3: <laughs> so and when you put hair when you put hair it's just hair over the mask it's hilarious it's awesome that's weird <laughs> yes it's on steam you could buy it for 15 bucks uh i don't oh. like there's like two Mdicky games on there it's like that one and um hard time i don't recommend hard time because that's the 2d version and it sucks uh, but Wrestling Revolution is uh Wrestling Empire is the one that has the explosions and the racism. So it's that's as, the great one. It's not as fun that's... as that one. Oh,
1: I beg to differ. No,
3: no, I'm <laughs> s- <laughs> no, i saying the that one that he's better. playing
1: is not. Yeah, no, I'm saying oh. that
3: one is better. The one, yeah, I'm that playing... one's
0: better,
1: and it's free.
3: Right, if you could get it to work on your computer.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, all you have to do. I found out what the issue is because. Whatever your computer is has Windows 10, yeah. it doesn't work on Windows 10. You have to go back to Windows 8. Right, which. Or uh, 7. I can't do that We're on this seven. computer.
3: So I'm going to have to figure out. I'm going to have to try to figure something else out here. My,
1: uh, yeah, no, there's a way around it, too, because my, my old laptop used to want to update for Windows 10, and I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> but it was 3. Time. Oh,
3: so what have you guys been binging, though?
1: Oh, man. Well, since he said the dude, I definitely watched Big Lebowski the other day. <laughs> like, that was great. <laughs> I was like, I fucking love this movie. God damn it. Like, this movie is amazing. And then I felt like him in the sense of I was just, you know, lazy piece of Chilling shit. Chilling in your boxers <laughs> in <laughs> a, a chill robe? Chilling in the boxers at home, wondering why in people are peeing robe. in my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: I did binge, um, I watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and then we watched Clerks 2, uh, Chasing Amy, what was the oh, other Oh, you one we went watched?
1: through a whole fucking Kevin Smith route. Me and
0: Swanson, yeah, me and Swanee they had a Kevin Smith night where all we did was watch fucking Kevin Smith movies.
3: Hell yeah. My brother was telling me about so. that Walrus movie he did a few years ago.
0: Yeah, that looks oh, awful.
3: Weird. He said, uh... It's I, weird. My brother said it's one of the most fucked up movies I've ever watched, and it almost made me go vegetarian. That's how fucking fucked up it is. <laughs> no, for real. There
1: was, this period, there was this period when he wrote that movie, he wrote, what the fuck was the other one, Red State?
3: Oh, is both that the... Yoga group, Hosers? The one, is that, that's the cult one, right?
1: Yeah, the both of them are fucked up. My dad like, loved, loved
3: that movie, uh, the, the Red State one. Then like, uh... I want to... He loves the ending. Oh. He loves the ending with the pastor, like, in the jail cell, like, doing hymns, and then you just hear someone go, shut the fuck up! And then it goes to black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to see Red State, but I'm a little cautious because Kevin Smith doesn't really do serious movies. Like, I don't know.
3: If you like Rob Zombie movies, I feel like you'd like Kevin Smith's fucked up movies.
0: I like... Fucking Devil's Rejects and that's about it.
3: Have you watched Three From Hell?
0: Yes. My dad, it wasn't as good as Devil's Rejects. Yeah, my uh,
3: dad uh it's it took my dad three days. I was like, Why? He goes, It's it's fucked up <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's like I it well, took. I goes, I didn't like Devil's Rejects. I go, Why? He goes, It's not that it was bad, it's just it's too fucked up for me. I was like, Oh, <laughs> It's like, that's bad when my dad's like, no <laughs> right, I had
1: to I had to approach both like I had to I remember I had to approach that one and like uh what the fuck was the other one? House of a thousand corpses. I was drunk. <laughs> 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 Hell, yeah. I was, I was like, oh why'd he do that? That was fucked up like, one of the coolest things
3: was uh at that Rob Zombie concert I went to was he had all these Titan Trons so, like, uh, during every performance, there was a little music... There was a mini GIF or, like, a music video. And, like, one of them was when he sang um, uh, Pussy Licker. Now, of course, that's a House of a Thousand Corpses song he wrote for the movie. And, like, so you saw, like, the, the House of a Thousand Corpses music video. And every time he went one, two, three, it showed, it showed that, that scene where, like, it would like, it, the scene of uh, Captain Spaulding with, like, the three the three sections or whatever... He's saying like Doctor Satan or whatever. It was like super cool. Like oh. Rob Zombie, if you've never seen him in live, you have to. He's amazing. Like theatrical wise, is a great spectacle.
1: Oh yeah, no, he definitely is.
3: Super cool too, cause like he know cause um, one he was the only guy at that concert that knew the di- the name of the fucking town, Rockford. <laughs> 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 fucking Palais Royal and Marilyn Manson kept going Illinois. And then Manson has the balls to say, you're one of my favorite towns. Like, go fuck yourself, Manson.
0: <laughs> Damn, boy.
3: Of course, Rob Zombie dug up one of the guys from Cheap Trick to uh, do uh, Helter Skelter with him. So <laughs> oh, Did he
0: actually get Rick Nielsen to play Helter like the guitar player?
3: Yep. Yeah, Fucking there, hell. Pretty cool. Which I love I mean. I'd say
0: the- Rick Nielsen's not cool, but jeez, fucking Christ!
3: I, yeah, that's that was my dad's reaction. He goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?"
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I'm not really a cheap trick guy. I don't know about you two. Oh,
2: oh hell no! I don't mind them.
3: <laughs> I love uh It is cool though. They're I not think terrible. My favorite cheap trick moment is Chris Jericho on WCW going, "I want you to want me," <laughs> on Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much the only thing I like because it's like, oh hey, they're from Rockford, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, no. And Rick it's, Nielsen's it's, guitar is pretty cool, even though it's
0: checkboard. Checkerboard.
1: Right. I think that's the only thing that like kinda killed them for me so much too, is like they're not terrible, but they're so overrated because they're from Rockford <laughs> and they build them up like they're fucking, you know, like Zeppelin. <laughs> Second coming of Christ. Exactly, and I'm like, dude, it's cheap trick. Calm the fuck down.
0: <laughs> They're in that same category of Kiss for me, where it's like I can listen to a yeah. couple songs, and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm done. I'm over it. No, I totally get that. <laughs> I'm
3: trying to think. Um, the only thing I get. <laughs> Funny story. So, my brother got the remake of uh, Resident Evil Three, and so, oh he... shit! So I've seen the intro to that game. A shit ton of times i was like Devin, how many times have you played this game he goes oh i think this is my seventh time and, like, and like four or five well the game's like four hours long because it's like a remake oh. of a ps1 game so like
0: oh, five hours yeah
3: yeah so he's so he was like yeah i'm trying to get the achievement where you can beat it in four hours i'm trying to get the achievement where you can uh beat it without saving also they keep giving me cool guns i also put jill in her like original outfit which i i love that's the only outfit i've seen him put her in <laughs> It's the original outfit so uh
1: because that's the only outfit she ever needs to be in honestly what so i love
3: <laughs> he listens to of course playstation has that spotify has that spotify uh, add-on so like uh whenever i'm talking to him he'll like tur- he'll pause it and i see what song he's playing so of course he's he's in the middle of the first chase scene with uh, uh Nemesis. And I see on his Spotify Baw Woody Ball by Kid Rock.
2: <laughs> the Ball with the Ball
3: <laughs> I said, what Bang the
0: Bang Boogie?
3: I said, What the Dang-da-dang fuck is boogie? that? He goes, Dude, it's ter- the song's awful, but my god it works. <laughs>
1: Oh, that was that was every backyard wrestler's theme in 1999. Was fucking ball with the
3: ball. I'm just imagining though Nemesis trying to kill trying to kill Jill to ball with a ball playing in the background.
1: Oh, I can see it.
3: I love to... Um, I was because like I'm trying to not watch as much because I want to play the game myself once I play two. Uh, but it was so fucking cool when Nemesis reappeared, and he goes. And suddenly he kicks open a fucking rocket launcher and Jill just goes, a rocket launcher? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cause like, Devon's was like, yeah, I noticed Jill is super cool and like pretty professional when it comes to fighting monsters, but Nemesis, she's so fucking done. She calls him a bitch. She fucking hates his guts. She wants to kill this fucking thing. <laughs> that's how, that's how fucked up it is. And then like, Deb trying to explain to me how Nemesis works in the game. He goes, so, how, he's unscripted. I was like, okay, what does that mean? He goes, so literally, there could be a chance where you run into him, you die, you reload the save, and then there's a Doesn't chance he won't reappear. So, I go, okay. And then he goes, so then he's playing uh, Nightmare Mode, which is like the super hard mode. He goes, okay, so here's what happens. I cr- I climb up the ladder, and Nemesis just turns around, walks away. I was like, okay, that's weird. Suddenly, I see him fucking run around the corner and charge at me. <laughs> <laughs> it, apparently nemesis is not supposed to be running like that so <laughs> i asked okay so who's scary so far mr x from the resident evil 2 remake or nemesis he goes fucking nemesis is terrifying <laughs> I'm like that is awesome because like he never plays it at day he plays it usually in the middle of the night it's like three in the morning witching hour so like fucking nemesis is just fucking in his nightmares that's how <laughs> that's how fucking awesome this game is i cannot wait to play it i'm so fucking excited (laughs) because like the way my brother is because like my brother loves horror stuff when something freaks him out it freaks him out so (laughs) he's like dude he's so unpredictable i fucking hate it (laughs) it's like that is awesome but yeah so uh uh have you two been able to play any video games like that
0: I bought Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and been playing that. Yeah. So, that's, that's a thing. But otherwise, that, no. Not really. Haven't really wanted, like, fighting games, and that's about it.
3: Explains why you're just like, sw- oh, what's Greg playing? I've never heard of this game. What the fuck? He played, <laughs> he played a farming simulator for nine hours straight with his Australian friend. That's weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on?
3: While drunk on vodka. <laughs> I'm a fa- I'm a simple farmer.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that fishes. I've done more fishing in that game than I have farming. <laughs> I don't. I know. think
0: while watching that stream is when I found out Greg's been in the house too long.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or that night he got really drunk and sent us like three videos in Messenger. And I'm just like, yep, Greg's lost it. Greg doesn't know what the fuck to do with his life anymore.
3: Was that the one where <laughs> Joe said, dude, go to bed?
0: I think. Either that, because it was the one where you showed your your uh, pocket pussy with cat. cat oh, you are no- <laughs> like, you'll never see this again. And I forget what else the fuck you did. But yeah, you sent us like three videos, and then we are like, holy shit. Because it
2: was like three in the morning. I think. Right?
1: Yeah, it's like 3, 4 in the morning, and you're just like, what the fuck, going on? Yeah, it was like, it was damn near close to 3 in the morning, because I'm driving home from work, and then I get a fucking text from Zach going, go get your boy. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he was like, look at Twitter, and then I was like, okay, so I look at Twitter, and then I sent to you, I was like, go the fuck to bed. Like, what are you doing?
3: <laughs> oh, my God, I've been, like, staying up late drunk, either watching uh, concerts on DVD or uh, just, like, playing video games all night. <laughs> so, I, I This is the only thing that's... I, I've officially become the 20-year-old. I've become Younger Joe. Uh, stay up stay up all night. Sleep till 2. Wake up grumpy as fuck. Drink all day. Uh, drink all day. <laughs> have a cigarette. And then, ready to go.
1: Yeah, you literally have taken over the fucking legacy, so... New Legacy. Like...
3: Speaking of Legacy, I've been binging that. I guess New Legacy.
1: <laughs> oh, you have to! I think oh everyone. My god!
3: Has. I sent Zach the one where they played the uh, deathmatch game, the Japanese deathmatch game. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: I, I never laugh harder than when he's they're playing the ring the ropeless inferno match. He goes, can you get out of the ring? And also, as soon as he gets out of the ring, he set himself on fire and lost. <laughs> 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 oh, it was glorious. Holy shit. <laughs> have you gotten any video game time in, Joe? Uh,
1: a little. Not a whole hell of a lot. Um, I kind of have to find periods of time where no one's awake <laughs> <laughs> and wanting to spend time with me. Oh, so, yeah. like,. Yeah, I was like, so, like, sometimes, like, uh, during the day, like, if Layla's napping and I decide I'm not gonna go take a nap or anything, I might kick on the PlayStation or something like that. Like, I really got big into <clears throat> checking out, like, old shit that I haven't touched on my PS4, like, stuff that I haven't really played in a while, so... Oh, yeah. Touched a little bit of fucking Red Dead that I haven't played in a little while, um, finally got around to playing some Spider-Man, so that was exciting. Uh, <laughs> dude, then, dude uh, the, the classic suit is fire. Like, oh,
0: usually yeah. it's like, oh, just go to the advanced suit, and then I went back to the classic suit because I played a little bit of Spider-Man because I was like, oh, I'll stream, and then it's like, we need your Twitch password. I don't remember my Twitch password, so I guess I'm not streaming it. Fuck it, whatever. Started oh. playing it, and I was like, classic suit's fire.
3: <laughs> my, uh, my nephew has been pretty much, since he's out of school, he comes over to my house and... uh Stays till my sister gets off working. it's pretty much what he's been playing. He's been bouncing between Spider Man, Watch Dogs, and Red Dead 2. Um But he he's actually pretty far in the fucking story mode on Spider Man. Devin's like, dude, he's further than me. I was like, Wait, you never finished? He goes, Yeah, I never I haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> Which is hilarious. So of course you know the uh you know the villain shocker, Joe? Yeah. Uh well it's fucking Spider Man constantly calls him Herman in the game. So anytime Braylon sees Shocker, he's like, "It's Herman." He's like, "Herman!" He's like yelling at the TV, "Herman, slow down!" Because he couldn't catch him. Because, of course, he's pretty bad at video games. He's fucking seven, so (laughs) I kept watching him like fail and be like, Just like, "Darn it, Herman! I can't slow down." (laughs) It's weird when I find out me and Zach watch the same YouTubers, like uh, who? Rerez? It's just bad. That series? Yeah. <laughs> Reviewing, like, these terrible, terrible Batman games, which made me buy Batman Robin, which we're going to stream. <laughs> what what this you
1: over? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're going to get drunk or baked and just play this shit and then see how long we can take before uh, we want to fucking put our dick through the TV. <laughs> and play
0: something good. Because what a... Oh, what a... Else were we gonna play? We were gonna play Batman and Robin. Didn't you get Dark Tomorrow too?
3: No, I just got Batman and Robin. No, oh, no, uh, I got Batman another... and Robin. What else? Did I get? I got Batman what was the Batman, other one? Batman Vengeance. Batman Vengeance? Uh, Batman just... Vengeance. Je- That's pretty good. Justice League Unlimited? Or Ultimate?
0: Ultimate? Ultimate like that. Heroes? Uh, yes. Justice League Heroes? That one's decent. It's not terrible. It doesn't make me want to rip my brains out.
3: <laughs> Ron Perlman is Batman in that game.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's straight weird. Um, it's also kind of inferior to the Marvel versions of those games that were coming out at the time. Because uh, Marvel games, like you had X-Men Legends and Ultimate Alliance, where you could have four characters. Justice League Heroes is like, but what if we cut that in half? And you don't get cool ultra combos and shit. I'm just like lame. Have either
3: of
0: you
3: have either of you watched that Tiger King? What the fuck?
2: Oh yeah, yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yes I, I,
3: I, I must be like the last person to not watch it yet, so it looks like I'm no.
1: Gonna... You're you're a part of that weird no. fucking group of people that are like raise your hand if I haven't watched Tiger King, and I was like raise your hand if you're a fucking nerd because like <laughs> get on our level, bitch. <laughs> this is where it's at. Joe fucking fuck Carol Baskins. Fuck Carol Baskins. Fuck Carol
0: Baskins. Baskins. Hashtag fuck Carol Baskins. That shit took over
3: my Twitter, my Facebook, and even my podcast. Like Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbreck's podcast. i like, spent an episode talking about it.
1: Because it's yes. so good. It's so good. It's, it it's really it's so good.
3: My dad and his girlfriend have been binging it too. And I was watching a scene from it, and I want to say, like, I have seen a couple of clips of this on YouTube before the show came out. So, I was...
0: Well, the thing is, Greg, so the first, like, four episodes are literally a car crash in slow motion, and you're just like, what the fuck? A
2: and then you get to track. four,
0: five, and... Four, or five, six, and seven, right? And then you're just like, this is the most depressing shit ever. And also, Joe... Odin might cut his hair like Joe Exotic. Oh, I
1: hope so. Oh, my God. I hope so. Oh, my God. That, that motherfucker's got to be bored right now. He's got to be losing his mind, and I'm waiting for him to fucking mullet his goddamn life out.
3: We got to get him on a podcast, uh-huh. the amount of times we've talked about him on this show.
1: I keep telling him, but he's a bitch. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a it's bitch. Like, or... <laughs> Lives no, in the like, He him, has a whole life. Ever since ever since we put the podcast together that he needed to come in as like a guest on an episode and he's like, Oh yeah, hell yeah, blah 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 blah. Anytime we've come close to it, I'm like, Hey, are you busy? You wanna do? It? Ah, I got this thing going. Ah, I got and I was like, You're a bitch. You're not no. I'll call you later. I'll call you you're later. A bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch.
0: I love you, but you're a bitch. I
1: love you, but you're a bitch. <laughs> Called her a bitch straight to tits. <laughs> that guy, hell yeah, dude. No, I binged that too. Fucking A. I went back in time and I was like, you, y'all you remember Threats guy? <laughs> <laughs> fuck! What fuck! Dad, try this blackboard? Or sh- no. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck her with your dick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Another show I should. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'd like to report, report a report of tall man. And he looks like some pissed off Puerto Rican.
3: <laughs> Another show I want to binge is, uh, was it Letter Kenny? Because, uh, Joe's. Yes. Zach is constantly telling me to give my balls a tug. And apparently that's where that's from.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it is.
3: Which give I told that to this, uh, fucking line. boomer on Facebook. Because he said millennials don't do shit, and I said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, here we go. You got a response.
0: Oh, shit. Saga continues.
3: Okay. The saga
0: continues. You just gonna kick Wolverine like that? So I got, like uh. Yours.
3: He goes, uh, oh. How is that possible? Shoot, None of them know how to go to work every day, or even any day for that matter. And I said, I work just about every day before this COVID stuff. Go give your balls a tug, fuck face. And he <laughs> responds. I, was like,
1: I would have been like, hey, how's that retirement working out, you old fuck? Like, <laughs> he responds,
3: who are you talking to? And I love uh, my friend says, you just open a can of words. unless you're. And then he goes, oh, apparently Greg's bloodhead, butt hurt. What's but retirement going? You old <clears throat> Fuck. No,
1: don't Boomer. put geriatric. <laughs> geriatric fuck.
3: He's also one of those... We? I went on his Facebook. He's one of those uh, douchebags who fucking show off, oh, look what I killed in the wild today.
1: <laughs> oh, one of those guys. Yeah.
3: How do you spell geriatric?
1: G... I don't know. Google it. Use spell
0: check.
3: Shit. It, geriatric, and then usually... I just got Jerry can.
1: (laughs) There it is. Jerry can. You Jerry Can fuck. He won't even know what the fuck he's trying to call us. Who the fuck's Jerry?
3: So I just responded, how's that retirement going, you geriatric fuck?
1: There you go. Go shoot your wife's beaver.
0: Beaver. Yeah, don't get (laughs) beaved. You were a
1: little hard on the beaver last (laughs) night.
3: I love. I, I love. Watch sex drive. I my friends like could tell. Oh fuck. But yeah, that pissed me off. I'm like, I worked about every day, fucking stressed out, had a panic attack over it, may have cried once or twice. But damn it, I covered kept, in hair. Covered in hair, fucking <laughs> hair slivers. But damn it, I kept going because I wanted to, because I wanted to fucking make money and maybe someday move out of my dad's house. But you got assholes like this going on Facebook being an armchair politician, fucking saying how my generation is full of uh, lazy fucks. when well, it's like, no, that's like a percentage. Not all of us are like that, you shitbag.
1: <laughs> so, Damn. So, that's when you, just find, that's when you be, just. Greg's not even buttered. He's just passionate. I'll
3: be right back. Right. I need no. To go you- get another drink. <laughs>
1: Just just find just find random shit from his era and just make fun of him for it. Just something fucked up that he's like, I fought that war and it's like, Yeah, and you sucked at it like I don't know, just something fun. Find fun. No, but that's the thing,
0: like there's crazy crazy people on both sides, so like those boomers that just say some of the dumbest shit and you're like, How? How are you a thing? And then right. and there's people on the left that do the same shit and you're like well, in what reality does that make
1: sense? Like, right? No, that's why fuck? I like to think. That's why I like to think of myself as a nice centered piece, where I'm like, I can make fun of both your sides, real fucking quick. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: you're
1: the in between. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in the in between, because like a fucking guy goes off like an old geriatric fuck. I can sit there and be like, shut up before I break your hip, and then some young <laughs> little fuck says some shit, and I was like, shut up before I break your hip, like. I'll <laughs> break Sounds your hip. It's
0: like fucking. Fucking uh, Ricky Bobby, oh, I'll shove you through that screen door, old man. <laughs> 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 shave your balls, all, or shave your dusty old balls, you old fart, or some shit like
1: that. Right. Oh, man, fucking... bring back fucking gray balls. Or fucking, gray what balls.
3: is this? Did you guys see the video my, uh, my dad shared of... Uh... They were fucking with me. They brought in a quote-unquote salon chair. And what it was it was like a doll, a little doll salon chair.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I, I meant to bring that up, too. I have to give you all the credit in the world because you are the only motherfucker on planet Earth that I know that will legitimately walk outside, whether you knew you were being recorded or not, squared up in your boxers. Yep. <laughs> you look ready to go. <laughs>
3: Are you shocked? I fucking on Twitter naked all the time. Of course I go outside in my face. No, I wasn't even shocked.
1: I was just like, gotta give credit on that because Twitter's a whole other world. This was fucking Facebook, baby. Oh, <laughs> I, I love
3: my friend Deck. Put some pants on, the goggles. They do nothing. <laughs> I love Deck. God bless him. God oh, bless him.
0: <laughs> that fucking um, Mikey Whipwreck thing that you did where your balls were hanging out. Yeah. And everyone on Twitter's. Not everyone, but, you know. The select people that were looking at that thread are like, are his balls out? You photoshopped that.
3: Yeah, it's like, and no, you like, photoshopped no, that.
0: Those are the real things.
3: And they. And, like, yeah, it was like the host of uh, the show. Because, of course, what. Of course, we can never. Unless you're Cole on or Steve Austin, no wrestler's ever going to fucking set up their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. So the so the host was like, God bless you. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rock a t-shirt with no pants. I don't give and then I
0: uh, I sent Greg this Deadpool gift. It's from the second movie where he's like, <laughs> a lawyer has nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> and
3: it was, of
0: course, baby. The, I think it was like a baby legs thing. <laughs> you had the baby legs? Because he's shirt cocking it. And I was like, Greg's shirt cocking it. What the fuck?
3: Yeah, fucking beautiful
0: I, uh... seeing most of Greg naked except for the shaft I'm just like how is this my life like I've known you for maybe a year what the fuck <laughs> actually I think it's been two at this point but it doesn't oh, yeah, feel no, like two damn near close to two <laughs> it's like what the fuck
3: Alright, uh, he's very well, Ugh. Millennial, you have a long way to go to get where I am. That—that That is if you make it this long. That's what the guy Well, responds. if
0: I die, I don't have to listen to your dumbass anymore.
1: <laughs> what did he say?
3: He goes, uh, very well, Millennial, you have a long way to go to where I am.
1: I'm like, yep, let really me just sad. go fucking do some math and shoot my dad. We're in. Do some math
0: and get get turned gay. That's, right. that's let me, right. Let me let me let me do and some math. Tigers. Drink
1: my piss and shoot my fucking old lady. We're in, man.
2: <laughs>
1: Same page. Same page, different day. Excuse me. I would sit there and just talk shit to this dude because first off, it's like you're using a Millennial's fucking device (laughs) to bitch about Millennials. Think about it. You know what I mean? Like you're on Twitter or whatever, fucking sitting there crying. It's Twitter. (laughs) You're 90. Get the fuck off Twitter.
0: And if you're a real hunter, you'll...
1: Hunt them with your fists. If you're a real hunter, <laughs> you'll fucking Kurt Cobain yourself. Like you're fine. Be like, uh,
0: be like Greg. Just walk out in your boxers and start hunting. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, walk hey, out in my right. boxers
1: every day. <laughs> right. That's how. That's how Joe Exotic lives. This is what I uh, responded.
3: <laughs> At least I won't have to uh, hear your boomer comments on your uh, millennial device. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Uh, well, at least I won't have to read your dumb boomer comments you make on your del- on your millennial device. Eat a dick.
1: Eat a dick. Eat a dick.
0: Should have told oh. him to eat a bag of dicks. Should have oh, told him to eat he, a wow, bag of jerks. instant
3: response. Instant response. Oh, he got eat ready. a. You are.
1: You are. <laughs> His response is you are.
0: Perfect. Cream of the crop rises Cream to the, the top. Crop.
1: Cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You know what you should respond back with a uh, gif of Al Pacino going hua.
3: <laughs> Al Pacino. Yeah, there he is. It was the first result. Hua.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> it sounds like you are. Hua. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fuck him. but he's voting for Trump. Oh, wait, I shouldn't have said that.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's a secret.
3: (laughs) I almost spat, I almost just spat everything on my fucking monitor. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's a secret! (laughs) Sex, like, oh, God. Jesus Christ, Oh, God.
0: Fucking hell. Uh...
3: (sighs) Oh. He's either gonna block me, or go into, or slide into my DMs and call me and uh, threaten to kill me.
1: One v one me, bro. Oh my God! If he slides into your DMs, he'll be like, I don't play that shit, bro. <laughs> I'll, show you ball, I'll show
0: you my balls. I'll show you my yes. That's what you with do, you, Greg. Just <laughs> just, up with just balls. get naked. That's how you wanna fight. He DMs you. Send him a picture of you naked. He'll never talk to you again. I
3: can't see that. I had to put my readers on and still can't see it. That's that the gif he's referring to.
0: Well, I win. Well, maybe if he didn't have a fucking flip phone.
3: <laughs> All right, I'm done. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come up uh, the next time Alyssa cuts my hair. Going, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> so, Joe, uh, you, I got to see clips. Clips, not not watched really anything in full. But uh, you got to watch WrestleMania. Uh, please, yes, it is. Please lead us to a review of the uh, history-making two-day
0: event. Two-parter.
3: Two-parter. Two for empty arena. However, I did see they were both, like, what, three hours long? That's a fucking... Yeah, movie. I think... I, I love that. Like, yes. Yeah, no, that was,
1: that was gorgeous. That was, like, that's what made it seem not like any other WrestleMania is because it's not like a marathon watch where you're sitting there just going... Fuck me! It's not even been seven hours yet. Like, we're only hour like, too late, man.
0: Was it Sunday, Monday, or was it like Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Friday, Saturday?
1: Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Because,
0: because fucking WrestleMania or WWE pay-per-views usually take place on Sundays, right? Yeah, or used they to usually anyway. take place
1: on Saturday, uh, Sundays. To um but with this they had to split it up into two days and i think it was just mainly because a no one there's no way you're going to be able to sit through 6 or 7 hours of, of emptiness of <laughs> emptiness yeah there's no way you could do that with an empty fucking arena and then on top of that with the boneyard match the fucking uh last man standing and the firefly funhouse match like there's a lot of fucking cinematic bullshit that was happening, but it worked for a couple of them. And I'll get into that in a second.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, night one kicked off on Saturday, and it was like... I didn't even think they were going to do... Um, what do you call it? Uh, a pre-show thing? I thought they would just do a countdown and just kind of kick in. Yeah. But they did a pre-show, and it was weird, because it came from the studio, and it was fucking... Uh, Corey Graves and Peter fucking Rosenberg, which I'm like, why do you keep bringing back Peter fucking Rosenberg? That's a that's a disaster. Um, and them trying to hype up the fucking pay-per-view and shit like that, and nobody really knew going into it what night had what until that pre-show. And then once you were watching the pre-show, then they were talking about this matches tonight, this matches tonight, blah 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 blah. And it's like, okay, now I have an idea. So night one started off with the pre-show match of uh, Drew Gulak versus Cesaro oh. uh, as a kickoff match, and it was really fucking good.
3: I bet sounds awesome.
1: It was for like, and it wasn't even a, it wasn't a terribly long match. So I don't think they gave him a whole hell of a lot of time, but I think it was about ten. 10-12 minutes of a match, which was decent time, and they gave them enough to where they made it like, holy shit, this is fun. This is real fucking cool. Um, I have a question.
2: Huh.
0: Are they still doing the, the brand, like Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, or is that n- not a thing anymore?
1: It's not so much against each other, it's just they're separate, you know what I mean? Everything's still
0: separate. Well, I know, but they did that for, like, Survivor Series, and I don't know, maybe that would be a cool thing to do type thing. Like, NXT's not a, a, it's a developmental territory, but it's also its own brand, and it's the best thing WWE's got right now. So it's like, all right, that makes it interesting. So it's like, okay, so NXT versus Raw or SmackDown or both or you know what I mean? Like it was an interesting dynamic that they played with. That I don't know if they dropped or whatever like it was, or if it that. was just they for dropped su- that. Not long. Su-
1: that sucks. It literally that's was. an interesting thing. Yeah, that's all it was. The Survivor Series they gave him that little bit of an in for. Um, leading up to those big matches so they could do all three brands. And the other reason that they were doing all three brands is because AEW had just kicked off and they were right. trying to build NXT for Wednesdays to make it a thing. Once they saw that the fucking week at AEW was beating the dog shit out of fucking AEW in the ratings, you know, by comparison, they were just like, eh, let we'll just let them do their own thing. Like let them fucking go. I think they're doing small changes here and there, but it's nothing major um, like that. I don't know. It would
0: have been interesting. I mean, I don't watch WWE. I don't no, watch no, wrestling general. I, no. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, as far as story goes, it's like an interesting dynamic thing that could have been carried past Survivor Series. So it's always in the background instead <laughs> of just like, oh, we're going back to our fucking corners now.
1: You know, our that, own little worlds. Would, that would have been something interesting, but they just kind of separated it, like I said, and said, fuck it, like, once Survivor Series was over, you guys just stick with what you're doing, and go from there, and if anything, they kind of just kind of pumped in like, bigger name stars, every blue moon, to show up on NXT, just to kind of boost a rating, and see what the fuck oh. happened, and it... Like it really, Not didn't. really. No. God. Jesus. I love that. Uh, they out. brought him back.
3: I love watching, like, 2012 NXT and, like, 2012-2013 and them hype up, like, uh, fucking Santino and he gets, like, a huge pop. (laughs) Like, any main roster guy go down to NXT gets a huge fucking pop because they weren't expecting him, obviously. And then you have to watch a million-year feud between Usos and the original Ascension and you want to blow your brains out. (sighs) Oh,
2: God.
3: I'm still up for that podcast, by the way. I just got to finish binging. NXT 2012 which is a little bit of a slog. <laughs> right,
1: I got to motivate myself to binge 2012 NXT. <laughs> now, mo-
3: 2012 anything.
1: Oh. Yeah, for real. Not
3: a fun time in wrestling it was 2012.
1: <laughs> right, but then again, you look at nowadays, not the worst. <laughs> like... oh, right. Because I go back in time and I watch it and I'm like, man, I thought this was terrible. And then I'm like, oh, this ain't that bad. <laughs> By comparison, not that bad.
3: It's why, right, because I think one of the best parts of watching that early NXT is seeing what was going on on main roster at the time. So they have Raw recaps. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, Johnny Ace was feuding with CM Punk. That led to nothing. Okay.
1: Right. Which then I was like, what the fuck? Why was this ever a thing? And it's like, right, because Vince is old. And he can't find <laughs> him.
3: So, WrestleMania.
1: So, yeah, uh, yeah. we kicked off with uh, Cesaro, Drew Gulak. Like I said, fun match. Uh, Cesaro beats Gulak, so that was pretty cool, with a fucking uh, no-hands airplane spin. Nice. Classic fucking... Uh, oh, the what UFO, you isn't it? The UFO, yeah. Nice. Forgot
3: all
1: and I that was that like, movie. I fucking... I literally kind of popped out of my chair for that one. I was like, holy shit, like... That's dope as fuck, dude. I haven't seen the UFO in these fucking, what, five years.
3: Yeah, there was, uh, somebody did a, I think I sent it to you, like, uh, someone did a music video for Dragon Gate USA to The Who's uh, Teenage Wasteland, whatever it's called, uh, Babbo O'Reilly. and like, Yeah. One of the scenes featured him doing that, and it was fucking awesome. It's <laughs> like, yes. Also, my brother brought something up. He goes, you ever notice that wherever Dean Ambrose goes, of course, he knows him as Dean Ambrose, uh, Luke Harper goes. I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah. Dragon Gate USA, uh, CZW, uh, WWE, uh, AEW now. <laughs> I'm like, oh,
1: shit. <laughs> no, they're attached to the hip, man.
3: Oh, God, I heard my fucking Facebook go off. I thought we were done. God damn it.
1: <laughs> all right, so, uh, yeah, then after that, they kicked into the actual show. They did this whole intro thing, basing it off of pirates and all that other bullshit with some half-ass impression of Jack Sparrow in the background doing this narration of, like, heroes and blah, 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 and then they kind of made fun of it at the same time oh um, in the same intro, which would have worked in an arena setting. But in an empty fucking PC, it just seemed so, like, it didn't fit. You know what I mean? Like, why? Are you still trying to put this fucking intro on? <laughs> like, nobody cares. Just go, and now, this is WrestleMania. And you would have been fine. Everyone would have been like, yeah, it's, it's April. It's WrestleMania. This, this is WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Well, and I would have been perfectly fine with that.
3: I wonder if they're still even going to get, like, WrestleMania-sized checks for that like
1: that's a great question I love, uh,
3: Mikey Wiprek on his podcast single can you imagine working your entire life to get to Wrestlemania and you have to perform in that <laughs> I would quit instantly
1: <laughs> right well that that was my thing too is thinking about it and it's like everyone who's first time that that's their first Wrestlemania that has to blow you know what I mean? Or, like, those first moment kind of things. Like, we'll skip around and talk about certain things, but, like, um, like Drew Gulak, I don't think he's ever been in any form of a pre-show or or main part, obviously, of WrestleMania. And your first WrestleMania is empty.
2: Oh. Empty
1: arena in the PC. That's kind of got a blow. Edge comes back after fucking oh, almost escape being retired. Yeah, that crushed everybody, dude. Where it's like, that could have been one of the biggest fucking pops. And that's what you walk into is nothing. You know what I mean? Or in the same sense of like, um, who, uh, Kyrie Singh, Kyrie Singh, it's her first WrestleMania, Empty Arena. Rhea Ripley, first WrestleMania, Empty Arena. Drew fucking uh, McIntyre wins the title in an Empty Arena. Like, that's got to kill you. Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, in an empty arena. Like, that has to kill you somewhere inside. But they did what they could. And like I said, I'll. we don't have to go word for word on, like, everything that happened. But, like, um, night one had, you know, uh, some decent shit for the most part. If anything, it did kind of, like, put me in the mood. But it, like, kind of took me out from time to time with certain matches. Like, uh, the women's tag match boring as all fuck. That killed me that it was boring as all fuck, but you could tell that Asuka and, and Kyrie were just, they don't care. They're like, wins our contracts up. We're out.
2: Cool.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. They they put on a decent effort, but you could tell, like, they just, they it care. was doing work, because they, A, they dropped the fucking titles to Bliss and fucking What's-Her-Face <laughs> Nikki Cross. And so that was like, okay, cool. That's oh, great. Fuck? But yeah, and it's like, why? What was the point of all this? And then we kind of brought it right back around after that was done, and then saw um, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan for the IC title, and that kind of brought me back in. That was a really fun match for the little bit of time that they had. That was fun to watch. And then... um. Yeah, they did that, uh, and then Sammy won in that match, and that was a killer, too. Sammy wins his first WrestleMania fucking match in an empty arena. Like that, again, it just takes this, had to take fucking wind out of the sails, man. Like that had to kill them a little bit with watching that whole thing. Um, And like I said, there were some highlights here and there. Uh, Everyone's been shitting all over the last man standing match. Because it went on for 40 fucking minutes, and I was I'm in, a, I'm in a perspective of my network kept glitching out because oh. I paused, and so I just came back in, in the middle of everything. You know what I mean? Like in that match, like it would be a certain point where they were fighting in the gym. I paused it, came back, hit play, and then it would go back to the beginning, Who was or not to match? the beginning, but um, to where live where it was live. So what everyone was bitching about forty minutes, I literally watched it in like fifteen. So huh. I was like, "This is bad. This isn't terrible." Like, who was in the match? Um, yeah, it wasn't terrible.
3: No, who's in um,
1: it? Oh, Edge and Randy Orton.
3: Oh, that even depresses me more. Knowing people shit on
1: it. <laughs> yeah, no, because everyone was saying that it was boring. Like it went too long and it was drawn out. Randy and Orton then match boring, out. no. Right. But, for <laughs> Edge's return, but that's the thing, Edge's return match for it to be that, and it's like, yeah, but at the same time, you kind of got to give it, under the circumstances, what else were they going to do? And I think and that's the opposite effect that, you know, like, or that's the effect that everyone, I think, knew was going to happen, because, like, even with this going on, they weren't going to change a goddamn thing. And and even giving them credit in with again with WrestleMania putting that on despite everyone telling them not to, they did including not. Including the state of Florida. Yeah, including <laughs> the state of Florida, they didn't do that t- that terrible of a job. It wasn't a terrible show. Like if you watched it and kind of paid attention, like you could literally just handpick a handful of things from it. I would sit here right now and tell you, watch, a boneyard match. Because that was actually a pretty fucking cool experience. Yeah, I heard for it, was what good. it was Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Firefly Funhouse match, for just how fucking ridiculous it is, it was so fucking meta and inside. Like, you can't even, I can't do it justice by cleaning it. Every little fucking inside, you know, internet fucking wrestling fans' goddamn wet dream from like five, six years ago was in that match of Cena turns heel, Cena's doing this, Cena's doing that, and then Bray just kind of fucking picking it out in the entire match.
0: But did it have a stunt, Granny?
1: I have to think of, no. They were puppets, though.
3: Plenty of
0: puppets. Not a perfect match, sorry. Two stars.
3: The The images I always see on Twitter are of uh, Cena in tights uh, Cena talking to puppets, and uh, 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 Taker on a tractor, and Taker behind AJ. <laughs> mhm. So, well, now was Taker American Badass Taker, or was he just wearing get up and he was still Undertaker?
1: Oh, he was Badass. He's Mark Calloway. No, he was American Badasses that fucking could come, but it was like a hybrid, weird fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like it's both. Was Darn- it like Max,
0: the Dead Man? The Dead Man. Like, ass. Oh. Third o- two, American two, Badass?
1: O- 0203, o- Taker. Nice. But he still had the fucking wizard powers. So that was weird.
0: <laughs> wizard powers.
3: Well, of course. Mm. I love fucking, fucking wizards. Think, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, God damn, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, continue. Okay, go on.
1: But yeah, no, like, just watching it, again, for the most part, because again, that was the thing, is those were the two matches that I think everyone talked about, and like, everyone loved the Boneyard match, but like, there are people who really didn't like the fucking, what do you call it, the Firefly Funhouse match.
3: Yeah, I've seen varied on the Firefly match. Everyone else, like, resounding applause for Boneyard, with a couple like, eh, I didn't like it, while with like, Firefly Funhouse, I've seen a lot more split.
1: Because it wasn't a match, and I could Simon. see why people got bitchy about it. There's more, there. and I can understand it. But at the same time, again, I think that was catered towards more of the like people from back in the day who would watch and complain about Cena, oh, and so. it was something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 and, and watching that happen, because you were watching him pretty much transition from uh, local town fucking short-wearing John Cena to Dr. Thugonomics John Cena to this weird hybrid... Like, remember that time period? I don't remember if any of you guys were watching when everyone kept bitching about the heel turn, like him doing a heel turn at some point, and then... Everyone started throwing down like, oh, he needs to heel turn and he needs to start like this NWO thing and like get like a handful of guys to kind of just turn against well, them. Blah blah. Was, blah, yeah, blah. I, I th- yeah, I, I, yeah.
3: This is say, like 2012,
1: 2013.
3: Yeah, I was watching because I remember I was actually just remember I just like got hit with the memory of uh me me and you talking on uh, your porch, and like I asked, hey, what do you think's gonna happen at like I, I can't remember if it was 29 or I think yeah I think it was 29 because like you were like. You're thinking they are going to go the Austin route where are like, I need to beat you, Rock. I need it more than anything in the world.
1: <laughs> right, and I think that would have worked perfect for that time period. So did everyone else. And everyone thought that same thing where like he made it seem so desperate that he had to beat the Rock that you think, okay, you obviously go the Austin heel turn because A, his character's getting too stale, and I think that was another play on it of like that Cena character became so stale that that's what everyone kept saying. Like, you have to do a Hogan. You have to turn. You have to start, you know, wearing dark fucking clothes or get tights or something like that. Yeah, that he, uh,
3: Apparently he thought they, they were going to do it, and he had tights made. I wonder if those were the tights he wore in the uh, Firefly match.
1: No, because he didn't wear tights. <laughs> oh. For that, for that little segment. Because literally all they ended up doing was the... Bray playing, like, Eric Bischoff and then Cena coming out with an NWO shirt to the NWO thing on a Nitro set what the fuck? With, with a world title with NWO spray paint, it was like a play-on of everyone saying you should start some kind of an NWO turn or like that Hogan turn, yeah. and that was their best play on it. I don't think they were going to give anybody anything of like, this is what my tights were going to be kind of thing because I, I don't know if that would just piss more people off <laughs> or what it would be I would have found it cool if he would have had that gear still and just played that heel thing but I understood what what they were doing when they did that um, and I think that's what they were kind of playing again it was playing off of Bray saying that once you go past that door you're not facing the Fiend or Bray Wyatt you're facing yourself And all the doubts and all the shit, all the criticism. Because there came a point where they flash back to uh, WrestleMania 30 when they faced each other for the first time. And the crowd doing the whole world in his hands thing for Bray. And he's like, you call yourself a man of the people, but you obviously weren't listening to the people when when they wanted me. Or when they needed me. And so they were playing off that. So then he gets pissed off and then it doesn't... Flashback of all his big losses, like against Van Damme, against Punk, against Orton, against whomever, and playing off that, and then he gets all pissed off and starts beating the shit out of Bray, and then it flashes back, and he's beating the shit out of the pig puppet. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what the fuck? Like, looking around, and then the best part was Vince, they did a Saturday Night's Main Event skit, where Bray was Muscle Man Bray behind the old uh, blue bar steel cage um, oh with uh, Saturday Night's Main Event banner in the background. It almost looked like, uh, what was it, the No Holds bar setup for Hogan and, uh, who was it, Hogan, Beefcake versus Zeus and Mach. Yeah, And it was the same thing where he's like, I'm bringing my tag team partner. What was it? <coughs> It was like Johnny Big Meat or something like that. <laughs> and it was just Cena in his gear. And he's like doing fucking barbells and shit, just doing his fucking promo. Oh, my God. And then eventually he's like just beefing out. And he's like, yeah, because you don't need talent to get where I am. You just need to be big and beefy. <laughs> and it was, just so, it was so like insider, you know what I mean? And I think that's why a lot of people got like butt hurt about it is because like the p- wrestling purists would have got shitty about it because it wasn't a real match. And then people who, other people who didn't care about it were in that boat of, like, this is a couple years too too late. Which I kind of understood, too, but I was like, I actually appreciate it. Because at this point, with what they did with that Fiend character, with the shit with Seth Rollins back at fucking Hell in a Cell, and then the Goldberg loss, this is something that they needed for him to bring that character back somewhat like it's not fully ever going to be that same mystique as it was before but now it's it seems like it's it, it's interesting again so and i think that they did a really good job on it and it was, it, honestly it was my favorite fucking thing of the entire <laughs> weekend and like Lauren even watched it and she was blown away by it she was like what the fuck is this this is so cool like this is crazy hell yeah so and then the world title matches were five minutes. If you probably put them together, it was about ten minutes between <laughs> Braun and fucking Goldberg and uh, Drew and, and and Brock. And the Drew and Brock match was was fun for the small amount of time it was. They did a really good job playing off of just you know Brock spamming suplexes and a couple F5s, Drew kicking out and finally hitting moves of his own and then hitting the claymore and beating him. So, it wasn't terrible.
3: Right, sorry. My mic was muted.
1: No, it's all good.
3: So, how was the, so what was, how about the Braun Goldberg match? Uh
1: Okay, so and here comes the pain. You can put what? Like fucking multiple finishers at the start of the match, right? Right. When you're facing somebody, that was exactly what happened. Oh my god. Was spear, 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 and then set up for a jackhammer, Braun kicks or Braun gets out of it. Power slam, power slam, power slam, giant running circle power slam, one, two, three. And I just gave you the whole match.
3: Fun stuff.
1: Dude, I'm telling you.
3: What the fuck? Wasn't, like, didn't go... Wasn't this whole thing, the reason, like, Goldberg and Tinker are still going? Because, like, they realize how shitty that match was, so they're like, we gotta make up for that.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that's exactly what it is.
3: That's awful. That match should have been good, but, of course, God forbid. Again,
1: years too late. Right. Too many years too late.
3: That's why it's, like, when I see Sting going on tour going... Maybe I could get my neck good enough to do that match. Like, no,
1: please stop. No, and I think with a lot of people, too, that are talking about it, that are saying, like, oh, if he ever wanted a match, what he needs to do is what they did with the Boneyard match. If they have enough time to really produce and, like, take time to do some kind of, like, not in-ring thing, but, like, an outside kind of match like that was where they can do edits and they can do stops and takes, then it would be a really good match.
3: Like Lucha Underground matches. Pretty much. Exactly. Lucha Underground style. You still there, Zach? Yep. Sweet. So, uh, overall thoughts on WrestleMania then, Mr. Yosef? Uh,
1: not the What's worst. That? Not the best. Uh, nothing I can really complain about. And it was kind of fun for what it was. And again, watching it live... For the most part, it was, again, there was matches where I could give two shits about and went, why are you a WrestleMania match? And then other matches that I was like, okay, this is awesome. And a lot of it, I think, came down to the, um, again, like the super produced matches, like Boneyard match, Firefly Funhouse. I am probably in the minority when I say that I like the Last Man Standing match between Edge and Orton. Um, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan was a really fun one for what it was. Um, And I really kind of hope that they do another one and give them a little more time. Because, again, that was just, that was really good. I enjoyed that one. Um, Trying to think what else that was really, that stood out. The ladder match was Okay. Even though it was a tag team title match with one guy from each tag team in that match. Yeah, it was a triple threat ladder match for the tag titles with one member of the Usos, one member of the New Day, and then John Morrison. And the only reason that they had to do that is because Miz is on quarantine.
3: Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, Miz got heat apparently for coming in to work sick. Oh, Fuck him, right, for being forced to go to work.
1: Right, trying to make money.
3: Yeah, so, fuck's sake. <laughs>
1: but yeah, for the most part, that match was pretty was pretty good too. But again, nothing, nothing blow away that wasn't you know boneyard or firefly funhouse So, and then Drew McIntyre winning the title that was pretty cool. So.
3: Um. I'm trying to Think of what else is going on in the wrestling world. I know, like AEW, from what I've been able to catch, they've been trying to do their thing. Um, I really wish there was a crowd when Matt Hardy was like appeared.
1: Oh my God, same.
3: Same with when Luke Harper appeared. I wish there was a crowd. Um, I do love though. I don't. I don't know. I think they. I don't know if they're still doing it, but like uh, they would have the wrestlers in the crowd like you had fucking uh ty dillinger and uh mjf fucking betting on the matches <laughs> like, yeah. and, and like go, going into tony shivani like whisper goes you want to know this old man Like, the fuck? <laughs> like i love that um but i saw the uh i saw the controversial lance archer marco stunt match and uh i want more of it uh <laughs> yeah, <Mark. laughs> fucking i do love like de- Devin was watching like uh, my brother was watching with me like the lance archer vignette they filmed on like so i think they did they they're doing a lot of the filming on like matt hardy's compound i know like a lot of, like the vignettes so like they filmed like fucking that backyard wrestling thing with lance archer and the people and de- my brother's like what the fuck is this <laughs> it was like i don't give a shit but If Jake starts talking, I'll like it.
1: (laughs) Right. That's what I tell, too, is watching it. I got like a real, uh, to go back to no holds bar. I got a no holds bar feel out of it. Like he was (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
3: I think I get what you mean. Nice. Should have just had
1: Dan Hansen randomly show up and (laughs) throw challenges down.
3: Joe, you've seen The Dark Side of the Ring, right? The episodes? Yes, I have. Fucking, uh,. Have you seen all of Season 2 so far, or just the Benoit stuff?
1: All of Season 2. I'm caught up to date with it.
3: I am too. What about you, Zach?
1: Nope, I just watched those Benoit
0: episodes.
3: Yeah, Definitely check, check, out, the 9/11 theory? check out the uh, New Jack and the Brawl for All episodes. Those are like... New Jack's episode is fun fucked up, while Brawl for All is just fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though you may get depressed when you see draws, but other than that... Uh, <laughs> pretty... Pretty fun episode.
1: I kind of enjoyed the fact that he's in good spirits.
3: Oh yeah, like uh, when they asked him about uh, the DLO situation, he was totally like, "Oh man, it was a freak accident. You can't. I, I don't blame anybody. It just fucking happened." And like Jim Cornette in that episode, looking like ready to break down, just thinking about Draws, and, like how, right. the, how it all happened. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> this episode got super thick. Bart Gunn in that episode was awesome like yes he was like i never realized like he's so he seems so cool like super cool and everything just like he's obviously he's like he's pissed off about the butterbean fight the brawl for all things whatever but like uh it was like he's it apparently uh i was listening to uh the behind the scenes podcasts covering the the episodes with uh, conrad and uh the guy the producers would talk about how, like, yeah, he doesn't seem all that bitter about it. The only time he ever seemed to kind of eh was when we were talking about the butterbean fight, because he felt really let down by that. And like he wanted to get a rematch in like 02, 03, but like they just couldn't get it to work because like they're like, oh, let's do it in four days. It's like, no, fuck you, I want to do it in twelve weeks. <laughs> right. He's like,
1: I want I want fucking three months to, to train.
3: Right. And of course it didn't go through. Apparently. They talked about this behind the scenes, but they didn't say it in the episode. Apparently, um, Bart son died. So, after he passed away, uh, they pretty much, uh, he pretty much just got out of wrestling, MMA, boxing, all that shit. He was like, okay, I, I, I'm gonna retire. Which is so fucking sad, because again, he seems like such, like, a super cool guy. And, uh, the producers were talking about how cool it was, because, like, um, when they because, ha- like, anytime they do the interviews, they ask him, hey, do you got any old pictures? And, like, most of the time, Russell's like, no, because, of course, there's that wrestling stigma. If you keep things of yourself, you're a mark for yourself. But, like, Bark Gun pulls out this fucking giant box of old shit, like, pictures you've never seen before. And it was, like, it, like, locker room pictures. So, like, they got a lot of cool stuff to to include in the episode. But, uh, okay, so I got a fun story for uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Zach, are you listening to this one? Yup. You know uh, Abdul the Butcher, right? Maybe. Abdullah the butcher. Do please tell me. Oh yeah,
0: Abdullah. You said you said Bill the butcher. I was like, wait, what? Who? But I thought
1: too. Abdullah.
3: So we all know how even Joe said Abdullah was such a bitch in that episode. Um, the producers talked about how they were worked by Abdullah. They were like, he's total carny with them. So they had, they knew, they've heard, that's why you never see interviews with him. He's such a fucking prick. And like, he has to work, he has to work everybody. So they've heard the stories that you had, that he's known for demanding more money up front to do anything or to, uh, do interviews. So they actually set aside like 200 extra dollars in the budget for, uh, Abdul, for what, when he does this tactic.
2: But yeah. they, wanted,
3: they wanted to, um, they wanted to make, like, they tried to do this with New Jack, but New Jack, of course, is New Jack. He's like, no, I just want the cameras to roll. Let's go. Um, they tried to get to know the, they, they try to get to know the guys and really show that, hey, you could tell, hey, you could talk to us. We're not going to make you look bad on the, on these shows. So the day before, they're like, hey, Abdullah, we're going to take you out for lunch, our treat. What do you, what are some good, like, underground places? in uh, Atlanta. And there's a pause, there's a pause and Abdul goes Red Lobster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the fuck?
3: So they go to Red Lobster and he fucking takes advantage of them. Gets like five meals to go. Gets like it's all this expensive food. And the bill like racks up to like 600 something dollars because of the go order. And of course it's Red Lobster, it's fucking expensive.
1: And of course, is a fat bitch.
3: Yeah, and, and of course, they're paying, so he's like, I'll just order all this shit. Next day, they're doing the interview, and like, he gets... They're, they're, of course, before you start the interview, you sign a release saying, we can use this interview, however, we can use this interview, blah, 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 blah. And Abdul is like, questioning the, the entire jargon of the pa- of the paper, and then he finally, like, he kicks out his handler so he could talk to the person, like, I let you into in my house. I never let anyone in my house. I'm going to be needing more money from you. And, like, pulls out his wallet goes, I have nothing. I am poor, blah, 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 blah. Because he's got to do that shtick. He gives him the money, and he's like, you should have never told me about your father. Because, of course, his dad, uh, one of the producer's dad was in the music business. So, like, he had some money because of that. And he's like, and the guy got pissed. He goes, oh, what? what? Because, oh, what? Because, uh, you suddenly think I have all this money. He goes, no, I would have got you anyway. So... (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Like, what a piece of shit. (laughs) And I immediately, I suddenly remembered uh, Tony Atlas going, he lied to you. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Abdullah said. He goes, well, he lied. (laughs) He lied to you.
1: (laughs) Right, well, listening to him in that whole in the Bruiser Brody one, it was like, no, Abdullah's a shithead.
3: So... Alright, so we we got the fun stories all the way. Let's uh as soon as the Benwell episodes dropped on YouTube, me and Zach batted back and forth about it and uh and such. Um Joe, who when we brought it up, Joe was like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna talk about he didn't say that, but I just got the vibe goes, Oh god. So Honestly, the topic of Benoit himself, every interview I watch, it always seems like everybody's asshole just clenches shut because it's such a fucked up situation. Of course, you get a lot of people who have their theories of what happened when all reality, if they would just uh, fucking read the books and see the facts, they'd know uh, you're a fucking idiot, uh, Axel Rotten. (laughs) (laughs) I believe Nancy killed the child. Go fuck yourself, (laughs) okay? I, I think, I, I, but I've heard a lot of theories from different wrestlers about that. The whole, uh, I think Nancy killed the kid or somebody else killed the kid because how could you kill your own kid? And not realize Because, like, it's unimaginable, you know? Like, how could you? I'm sure it definitely hits home for Joe who has kids who is watching this going, what the fuck? You know? Right. I can't imagine. Me and Zach can't really imagine until we have kids of our own someday and we're just like, oh. So, um.
1: No, because watching that whole thing, it's just so, like, you have to take it into perspective, like, again, from, from my end, I got kids, but, like, you have to be on a whole different level of, like, mental fuckery to even consider any of that as a possible, like, no matter how pissed off you get at anything, like, that's never an option that pops in your head. You know what I mean? Like exactly. there's been plenty of times where all joke around and be like, I'll sell my kids." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: but it's like, fuck. Uh, it's, it's a joke. Of course, like never. Right. Fuck. I mean, what, uh, emotion wise for you, for you guys, like what, what were your emotions? Like, did you cry? Did you get upset? Did you get angry watching the show?
1: Both, both episodes took me through two different things. Watching the first one, because I watched the first one, like, uh, just late night. I think I got home from work or something like that, and I kicked it on because I saw it was on YouTube. Uh, Kicked it on, was watching it, and, like, that first episode pretty much was the setup for what was going to come.
2: Yeah.
1: And it was all Eddie. All Eddie Guerrero. And that, I think, kicked me more than the Benoit thing did. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of hit me harder of, like, holy shit, like, Generally, That's nice,
3: so... generally nice person took away from us.
1: like Yeah, it took away from us, and it was just like that brought up memories in itself of like when Eddie passed away, and it was like that, like holy shit, and then just hearing the fucking shit that was going on, which again, we're going into it, me and you, Greg, are going into it listening, because you've listened to um, Laps, Fan, right? Their yeah. whole yeah. take on the Benoit tragedy. So we're walking in knowing we've listened to those shows, with a whole different outlook of like what the fuck we're looking at and what we're looking for
3: yeah because they Um, had they read the book that uh that one writer of course that writer who wrote that book they of course went off the book about like the events that transpired in the home and everything which uh, uh something the producers brought up they said we weren't going to uh reenact any of that we just reenacted the eddie stuff and like any of the wrestling, but like we knew we going in we're not gonna do that. But uh Zach, what about you emotion wise, watching this?
0: Um uh it was interesting, like not a whole lot. Like the Eddie on the particularly just the Chavo thing. Like Chavo describing Eddie dying in his hands and all that stuff. Like Misty eye not crying or anything. Like um like I told you when we were watching it, not together, but we were watching it within, what, like half an hour, 45 minutes of each other? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it was like, that was that was hard. But like I said, I, I respect Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, but it's just kind of like, I'm not attached. Like, you guys have attachments to them. I don't that type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I respect what they do and they're phenomenal wrestlers, but it wasn't... It's not, like, off
2: heartstring string. you,
0: you came
3: in how my dad and his girlfriend came in when I showed them the episodes. Like, they... While they're over here, like, watching, going, holy shit, I'm, like, covering my face... I'm, like, putting my hand up to the right side of my face so they don't see yeah. me fucking losing it. Because, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I... I think this... These episodes came out like the perfect time because we're all trapped in our houses we're in our vulnerable state Uh, we we are in a state of what is going to happen tomorrow and so we are all very emotional in itself so when we get hit with this it's just a fucking I I, I lost it like I couldn't help but cry hysterically like what gets me every time um, of course Chava talking about it but what gets me every time is um, Chris Benoit when it cuts to his interview and he says I love you Eddie and like he's crying like hysterically because he's a guy who never cries he's not really an emotional even his character and everything like even his in person apparently he was never like that so to see genuine emotion like that it gets me every time, because, like, it's, it's such a... And, like, it was one of those cries I had. It's a cry you don't have every time you cry. It's one of those cries that well, I Well, that was... That... Um,
0: Sorry. It was um... one of those
3: cries I had that was, like, fuck. <laughs> like, it, it hurt, almost.
0: Well, even watching it on TV, I remember that kind of being hard to watch type thing. <laughs> like, I think... Because that was what 2004, 2005, right? Somewhere in there. 2005. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was hard to watch because I had recently lost my grand, my dad's parents. So not in 2005, but 2004. So you know, death is a hard thing to deal with, and it was just like, wow, that's like it sucks. Because I'd been there the year prior, so it was just like hard to watch while it was airing too. And then I think Jericho broke up too or cracked up just a bit on um, those.
3: jericho talked about he it didn't hit him with eddie but it hit him with benoit of course he was asked yeah. to be on the benoit tribute and he said he couldn't because he just couldn't emotionally do it and he watched raw downing a bottle a giant bottle of vodka because like that's how he was that was the only way he was going to be able to cope with the fact that his friend's dead and they don't know what's going on till it's it happened but like it's scary when Jericho even talked about. He goes, you know, when Regal came on and said what he said, I it made me think and such. Um,
1: yeah, because that was the spookiest part too, is because when we were listening to Laps Fan and they did those episodes and they talked about the Regal interview, I was like, I don't think I've ever actually watched the the Regal uh, interview. And then I saw it and I was like, holy shit! Like,
3: come to find out, Regal lives. In that area that Chris did, or at least a a town over, so does Dave Taylor, who Dave Taylor and William Regal are super close. And um, uh, Dave Taylor apparently was probably, I assume, uh, sending messages to Regal saying, hey, here's what they're saying and such. And even Jim Ross on the show goes, we didn't know what happened. We wanted to tribute him. We thought we had everything. Then all of a sudden, we got a whole other thing. So, shame on us for not getting the entire information, but it was a real, um, it was a real, like, uh, 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 jolt reaction, uh, knee jerk reaction to such. Um, Did you two watch that episode live? The Benoit episode? Yeah, I
1: did.
0: Nope, YouTube. I was YouTubed. I YouTubed I both I le- of them.
1: I think I legit through all the tapes that I recorded. I think I have one that has that episode of Raw.
0: Oh, the Raw episodes? Yeah, I watched. I watched those. I think. Live. Pretty sure. So you were watching. Yeah, 2007? live. 2005. Yeah. Because I don't think Rock and Austin had left fully at that point. No, like I think they were no, still part timers.
3: The Benoit episode. Did you watch that live? The one where he died. Oh no. no.
0: No. The YouTube. YouTube thing. Yeah, no, no.
3: Zach, I'm saying. What? Did you watch the Benoit tribute live?
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I did.
3: In two thousand seven.
0: Two thousand seven. Oh no! I'm thinking Eddie. My bad. My brain's just not working today. I have like five <laughs> hours of sleep, so fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain's not working. That's all, right, all right.
3: So they, uh, they, they. So the episode. They of course they bring in that writer who wrote the book about the events. Who um, Zach? You said fuck him. Why'd you say fuck him?
0: He just kind of seemed like an asshole. Like, no oh. one else... Okay, well, I take that back. Vicky Girl at one point, seemed like an asshole. And... Why? Well, wow. I don't know, It just, like... Like, I don't know. Came off to me that way. But then again, I don't have an attachment either way, so it's like...
3: Well, why, why did Vicky come off I don't an know. asshole? What do you mean?
0: There was, um... Because maybe it was just the way it was edited... But she was talking, or they were talking about, you know, he went over to Eddie's house, and then uh, Benoit was crying in her gym, in his gym or whatever, and then crying on her shoulder like uncontrollably, and like the Chris Jericho thing with the suit, and then like I think, I don't know, like a couple minutes later she's like shitting on him about about something. I don't. It's been
3: no, um, at least a month. I think Vicky was trying to uh, say was. I think Vicky was outwardly saying, goes, this is my husband, and I'm not even crying that hard. You, not, right. I think what... It, like, and Vicky even brought up uh, when, the, of course, they had Chris Nguincey come on talk about uh, his brain, and and like they theorized that maybe the concussions were what were making him so emotional, because this is a grown-ass man laying in his best friend's bed, hugging his best friend's pillow, and... Um, and like his his best friend in his wife's bed, crying into his pillow. And that like, would be kind of strange. And uh, Vicky goes, "Is that why he was so emotional? And cause like um, uh, cause like she said how emotional she was when Eddie first died. She it took Nancy t- telling her, look, you got to get up. You got to move on with you. Like not move on with life, but like you got you have two girls to support and such.' And um
0: you have other shit other yeah. responsibilities too so, Vick, you gotta be
1: the GM of smackdown uh, it was a whole thing
3: <laughs> yeah. which is sad but it led to probably one of the greatest heel characters in wrestling vicky Guerrero. Oh, <laughs> definitely. so um vicky uh and vicky talked about that because like he sh- she said like her daughters were up because Vi- mom chris is crying again um and she'll she'd have to go console him and such um but, like, my dad was wondering, he goes, when he saw that part about him crying to his pillow, and my dad was like, what was their relationship like? And I was like, they were close friends. He goes, but was it more? What? Like, what in the hell? It's like, obviously my dad's going to be, oh, 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 But, like, at the same time, I could tell, he's like, <laughs> at the same time, he's like, what in the... Because, like, this is real. This isn't, like, a joke thing. It's like, this guy cried into his best friend's pillow. Like, it, it's, it's not really something you hear every day. So my dad's like, what was their relationship? Like, was it more than just friends? Was it this? I'm like, I highly doubt that.
1: My whole thing with it too, like thinking about it and talking about it, is these guys are on the road all the time.
3: Yeah.
0: He's essentially so family because it's like, bam.
3: Well, yeah, Road Warrior Animal. Uh, the producers talk about how Road Warrior Animal... Because uh, I got a Road Warriors episode coming up of Dark Side of the Ring. Um, Animal said he was married to Hawk for 27 years, you know? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see that. It's just so strange, though. It's like... Oh, well, definitely. Um, so, they talked about the events and very gritty detail. And um, a lot of... Me, for the longest time, thought... Chris literally kills his wife kills his son kills himself It was in all reality It was a span of three days He kills his wife in a fit of anger and like fucking Lack of a better word destroyed her um, And just brutal brutalized her before killing her Sat on it kills his son sat on it, looks up Elijah from the Bible, whatever the fuck, contemplates going to the pay per view. <laughs> he does. Realizes he can't get a flight, so he goes in the basement and kills himself. That set me off.
1: I was See, like, and that, that was the part that kind of fucked with me too, and I think it always will. That what happens if he did find a flight to vengeance? that night and had that match with Punk. You know what I mean? With um, all this happening and like how long would it be before we're like and fucking wrestler Chris Benoit arrested for killing family.
3: I i I was like what the fuck. Um he obviously wasn't in his right mind. Um of course uh but it was weird though, cause like I remember we talked about this once before when we heard he died. Like, um, well, of course at the time I did. I vaguely remember my parents having Fox News on and seeing wrestler kills family, blah 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 blah, and seeing the house. Well, like only once. That's the only thing I can remember. I don't know what you two thought, like when you first heard, hey Benoit died. I've heard I've heard a lot of people say they figured carbon monoxide.
1: Yeah, it was exactly what I thought. Because I remember I didn't watch Vengeance that night, but I was getting um, updates online from people. And so I thought it was weird because the ECW title match was coming on, and then they were like, oh, Benoit replaced. He didn't make it because of family illness or whatever that the excuse was. And so I was like, oh, that sucks, blah, 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 blah. And then come in the next day. Before Raw even came on, I kicked on the news in the morning, hung over as shit from drinking the night before. And I kicked on the news and I'm watching TV, and it was, like, all over, like, the big news stations that he had died and that the family had died. Is that and I any was, memory like, what? Of the death?
0: I think I remember the, well, I remember the raw clips. Um, and then I think I remember, like, Fox News or, like, it was a maybe a five, six-minute segment. And that was about it. And then they moved on to whatever bullshit was going on during the day. Like, it wasn't very long. It was amazing. And then,
3: oh, sorry, Continue.
0: Um, Then just kind of going to school, waiting for Raw type oh. thing. So, you know, it was like, I wonder what's going to come out or what the fuck happened or if he was, like, murdered, you know, that type of shit. Like, I don't know, wrestlers getting the shady shit. He could have been murdered or some shit. Like, this was before the whole murder-suicide thing. I don't know. I just remember, oh, Chris Benoit and his family were murdered or some shit. Hey, I'll
3: like, be back what? in a minute, guys. Okay. So, I... um, it was amazing to see the media frenzy around it and how wrestling was really gutted and targeted and talked about head injury, because it went from roid rage, where everyone was like, oh, it was roid rage. And of course, he had testosterone, an exaggerated amount of testosterone. Ten times. Ten times the amount. Wasn't
0: it like something like that? Like 10 to 50, like, I don't remember, 10 to 30 times? Something like that?
3: Nancy's sister, uh, it was either Nancy's sister or one of Benoit's siblings actually did an interview, and they talked about how he probably would have died regardless because um, his heart was enlarged from all the steroids. Right, and,
0: and he would have fucking, his heart probably would have but exploded.
3: I, f- I think, fucking, I, I as fucked up as it sounds, I think I, I could speak for everyone going, kind of wish he died that way. Uh, yeah. Because so, uh, we'd be remembering him and revering him instead of uh, looking back horrified or like being able to watch him and, uh, separate the man from the
0: artist. Well, the weird thing about that is it's like, I don't know. And this is just hindsight and whatnot. Um, it's like, I don't know. You would think if, if these people, the, the community or WWE gave a shit back then, if WWE gave a shit at all, um, is that they would try, like, I understand that for therapy to work, you have to check yourself in. Like, if rehab's going to work, you have to check yourself in. But it's Wait, like, yeah, they, Chris, um, you need to stop. Like, they, they, um, I know a woman was tellin', telling him, you know, I want you to stop. Like, we have kids, this, 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 and this. But, like, the business should have said, all right, dude, like, you're being weird. Like, weirder than usual for you. You need oh. to go home.
3: I don't think I knew, like, because Chris was, oh god, thank god I, I looked at that ball that's piss. Uh So um. But
0: um.
3: No, but uh, Vicky said it. That but
0: I'm just saying that the the people closest to him should be like, hey, Chris is being really weird, like.
3: That's the thing, though. Vince. They don't Hunter, know. Hunter, somebody. They don't know unless you're Nancy or Johnny Grunge who died. Which they didn't bring that but, up. How like a lot of his friends died. Who these were friends that they both, both Nancy and him, would go to to talk about marital issues and such. Um, but Vicky that. said that when Chris went to work, he was himself. He was a game, no bullshit. So the only ones right. who would have known was woman, and she's not going go to outwardly She's not going to outwardly go to Vince and go, "Hey, my husband's weird," because that's. Personal marital stuff, you know.
0: Not that's not not the stuff about her, but just because of Eddie and all this other stuff, it's like, hey, Chris is being this. You know what I mean? Like he's crying. Like Vicki could have been like, he's crying into my husband's pillow. He's been at my house for fucking x amount of days. Like this is weird. You know what I mean? Like death is a hard thing to do.
3: I, to I deal think, with. I think at the and time, there, they just saw it as him grieving. Like, I don't think they saw it, saw it as Possibly.
0: Him. But even Jer, I don't, like... I remember crying about my grandparents. But even still, it's like, okay... I don't remember crying so hard that I soaked through someone's fucking, probably, thousand dollar suit jacket for a funeral or whatever. Like... Maybe that's just me, though. So, yeah, I don't everybody's know. Everybody's
3: different when it comes to dealing with things. So, it could have been... T- right. As this is just how he grieves, is he cries hysterically when someone who's he's not close know. to is dead. So, but but so I would think... Hindsight is always twenty-twenty. You gotta think of what they're right. thinking of at the time um, and such. I'm waiting. But uh, before because... we get into the... Uh, uh, I'm trying to... So... I'm trying to filibuster while uh, Joe's away. Um, a thing to bring up, too, is how wrestling. So, there's there's two times wrestling, quote unquote, died. <laughs>
0: Steroid um, scandal? No. Well, no. Kind uh, of.
3: No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Uh, when Austin turned heel uh, because yeah. everybody and their mother said, fuck this, and changed the channel, and never came back. Um, Austin turned <laughs> heel. WCW. It, it was a it was a lot of things though. Was WCW went out. Austin turned heel.
0: Invasion was garbage. Yes. Sorry.
3: But yes, it it was.
0: Um, I'm not sorry, but invasion was garbage. But even I don't I don't think Austin turning heel was like terrible.
3: Yeah, but when you saw the numbers, from what uh, I
0: remember, well, from what I remember, I don't remember Austin being heel being terrible. No, but you know what? I, then I, again.
3: I, I, f- like, character-wise, I think it was some of his best stuff, because, like, he played a crazy person great. Um, because
0: isn't that where what came from?
3: Yeah, but the thing was... The what? And Kurt run. Angle? Yeah. Right. So, um, it was that. And I remember a fuck-ton of kids when I was younger being into wrestling. Then yep. the Benoit thing happened, and a lot of kids dropped off. Adults dropped off. A lot of people are like, no, I'm just de-. a lot of people. I know of a lot of people who like do podcasts. Are like, I stopped giving a shit about wrestling for about two or three years before I finally coming back. Um, I believe Donald was one of them. After Benoit died, uh, he kind of, I think, though at the same time, around the time Benoit died, he fell out of wrestling, and then of course he had personal shit going on, so wrestling was way the fuck in in, in his rearview mirror before finally coming back. Um... Uh, so, fucking, uh, Daniel Bryan in his book expressed how that events affected wrestling as a whole because here he was in Ring of Honor, a whole other company, a whole underground thing that only hardcore fans know about. Uh, Ring of Honor gets on pay-per-view and uh, they're tape pay-per-view. So there's a spot between him and Nigel McGuinness where they are. Of course, this is when they found out about the concussion shit with Benoit. They are headbutting each other, and I mean headbutting each other. They are colliding skulls as hard as they fucking can. And like
0: that, fucking Okada and that one dude. Shibata. Yeah. Shibata. Yeah.
3: And uh, that airs, and that got a big negative response. And when Brian and Gabe Sapolsky, who was the Booker of ROH at the time, were talking about it, Gabe was like, "I, I really wish I left that out of the editing room," and because uh, so. Bring about our hardcore fans. You think hardcore fans will stick around? No. And after that, after the Benoit stuff, the numbers dropped, and ROH got off pay-per-view. They went back to just tapes.
2: What do you want?
3: It's uh, so Benoit, and Jericho even brought it up in the episode. Had if you could tell Benoit, well, hey, what you're going to do is going to, put to almost kill wrestling, he would have been crushed because mm-hmm. this was his art,
2: okay. uh,
3: and it's uh, absolutely horrifying to think about. So, uh, I, yeah, I, it's fucking. So that that's how fucked up the shit was. Like, uh, it, how it how it harmed wrestling. in general, as the profession, or as the art, or whatever the fuck. I can't think of a word. trying to filibuster again. Uh, I'm trying to filibuster while drunk on vodka and hearing Joe scuffle in the background.
1: Uh, uh, (laughs) Sorry, I got distracted.
3: Alright, so you back now?
1: Yeah, no, I'm back. I just had to get Layla's stuff put together and then Warren flapped me, so.
3: Had to be super dad, you know?
1: Yeah, pretty much. So...
0: Did she pinch your right butt cheek and bite your right nipple?
1: Oh, yeah. That's why I had to beat her with a child.
3: (laughs) Wow. All right, so Zach...
1: (laughs) Zach gets it.
3: (laughs) So, Zach, before you chime in, before you chime in, let me talk about the episode, uh, how they talked about it. So they talked about, does Benoit belong in the Hall of Fame, and, like, the conversation, and JR talked about how if you told Benoit... If Ben were here now, and he said, "What? Well, how do you feel about being put in the Hall of Fame?" He would say, "He would say no because of all the shit that happened." And then they talked about, "Well, what if they just put woman in the Hall of Fame?" And a lot of people were like, "Fuck yes!" Um, of course, uh, because like you can like totally ignore that, but at the same time, they could probably it could probably get all. I think that's the reason why they not only did they not. They don't want to bring up Benoit, but I don't feel like they want to bring up the wo- woman as a character because Stock... Well, Stock, it's also uh,
0: 2020, too, so that might be a, a thing. What do you mean? Just, oh, she's called woman. That's, that's sexist or something No, some it's not, because know. her
3: character was I Am Woman, and she's I know, a strong but woman.
0: I'm saying people people in 2020 don't think that way, Greg. But they explained well,
3: my... it in the episode my I thing know. I'm not thing saying thing. they
0: didn't explain it. I'm just saying people in 2020 from the upside don't think that way. All right, but That's Zach... That's I'm, I'm not. I'm not being right, a, Zach, trying to be a cue, dick.
3: I'm going to cue you oh, because geez. even after the episode, you still had this really hot take that I want you to share.
2: Why? <laughs> like,
0: it's a
3: conversation. Not... We talked about this. We were like, we're going to talk about know. this on the podcast.
0: I know. <laughs> But I feel like I've said it before, and then, I don't know, like, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I get shit on for it, and it's like, am I wrong, though?
3: Well, we don't Not know because like, you didn't say I it. like, am I wrong, but, We don't know well, because I know. you haven't said it. Say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we had a text conversation, right, about the whole kit and caboodle. And Greg's like, no, he shouldn't. And I agree. Benoit shouldn't be in in the uh, Hall of Fame at all, regardless. Um, What my take is, is what I don't agree with, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, is I don't agree that WWE erased him off the network. Like, erased him completely type thing. Like, you can't search his name, you can't do this, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, So my take is, so we have people like... Ted Bundy and fucking, um, fuck, uh, Jack the Ripper, all these serial killers and they're all infamous, um, but still famous and still in the, the subconscious of the public. So why, right. So why do we erase a wrestler for doing heinous shit when those people also did heinous shit? Like, does that make sense? No, I, I, because, I totally because Greg, Greg was like, well, yeah, they did shitty things, but he almost killed wrestling. Yeah, well, fucking Ted Bundy's sitting there eating bitches this is wrestling, dead in a though.
3: fridge. It's wrestling. It's not real life. It's like Ted,
2: but it happened.
0: It happened outside. But nobody. That was Chris Benoit's real life. But That's the thing.
3: It still makes WWE look shitty because they because fucking, they no,
0: were shitty
3: because they called in wwe they're like oh he was called the crippler and this that and the other he was a monster so it's a gimmick it's, it's like the brute right but it's like the bruiser brody thing where like that's how the fucking invader got off they're like oh because his wrestling character is a savage so they're like and there's this quote that still sinks with me was this interview with he's Vince an Mc- actor there's this essentially interview with Vince McMahon where like this is how the public is that non-wrestling fans see this or like the media rather He's like, but isn't that what wrestling is, is to create monsters? And Vince had a look no. of, what the fuck? And he's like, no, right. no, it's not. We're here to have fun. right? So, right. But they're actors. Nobody is uh, to a certain extent. It's the, th- the thing is like, of course, like a lot of the edgy kids and a lot of the people, a lot of the people like the, the investigation discovery people like they say, oh, yeah, they love Ted Bunny and all that shit. But not because the, it's because of the story is so crazy. The story it's like something like you're interested and in, you want to get into and such. I don't think it's because they like it's. I don't think they're revered as like heroes. So like I said, infamous. Might.
0: They're some, infamous. Some no, crazy people might. I'm not. So,
3: <sighs> no, so like a, they're not yeah, revered. They're, they're infamous. infamous. But here's the thing, Benoit, it wasn't a mass murderer. He killed himself. No. He killed his family. He's not revered right. for the murders. He's revered for wrestling.
1: Okay, but... I have a take on this. I have a take on this. <laughs> okay, if you were to go to the network right now and you were to type in in the search uh, "rock and roll can... Buck Zuphov," you're going to get matches, correct? Yes. That can motherfucker... you find woman on the network? Sorry, I, I don't. Yes, Sorry, Joe. Yes, you can. But... <laughs> but you can type in his name, correct? Okay, he fucked his daughter. He raped his daughter. It's open. Of course. He's in jail. Right. That's, you know what I mean? Double standard on that one. Or you can type in your search bar, Superfly Jimmy fucking Snooka. Oh. Or Hulk Hogan. No,
3: oh, that's different. That's That's racism. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a whole murder.
1: different thing. But still. I'm talking about full-blown crimes that are out there that exist that you can Google and find out information on that's my whole thing, is it's a double-edged sword. I think it's a case where it's not ever going to happen. I think it needs time for it to happen, which I don't think is ever going to exist because that's a wound that keeps getting reopened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, every couple years, somebody's talking about a movie or a documentary or something that has, you know, something that involves, this, the, you know, the tragedy. Some fucked up up shit. Yeah, so without that existing, then I can see them going ahead and putting his name in a search bar that you can see and then slowly sneaking him in for people who are like, and again, I'm talking decades down the road, where people aren't thinking about it, where people aren't talking about it. Hall of Fame is out of the fucking book because as soon as you say that he's a Hall of Famer or put him out there in in the, the mind and the conscience of people yeah. after years after that then it's automatically going to open up that can of worms but if you were to sneak but him like in I, like I said Hall of Fame
0: is off the board but what I'm saying right. is you don't sit there and erase him and like because but there's people that are fans of Chris Benoit you can should be able to just type in
1: Chris Benoit you like, right, people saying, aren't going like, to be like Chris Benoit Ugh, he murdered to... his family
0: <laughs> that type of thing
1: They're trying to cover their bases on it because it happened on their watch, and during his time there, and it's such a big fucking tragedy. But again, nobody really talked about or knew the Jimmy or any of those people, or the Buck Zumhoff thing because it wasn't a big deal in the sense of he was small time, you know, during his time period in wrestling. Right. Chris Benoit was during a worldwide fucking global go ahead on the WWE. Everyone knew who fucking Chris Benoit was. And then and people who didn't definitely knew who the fuck he was after all this happened. Because I because Lauren, Lauren had no fucking clue who Chris Benoit was until I was like, "Oh, you know the guy who killed his family." And then she was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Because that's what non-wrestling fans will see it as. And since their market is no longer a case of like hardcores but like trying to get a casual fan to pay attention and watch it they're not gonna put him in a search bar and again it's not gonna happen for at least another fucking two decades when what, this kind like of all what all the network, like
3: what the network did do I noticed though is instead of uh, not having him he, of course he's still not in the search bar but uh before you could even you know the tick marks on the episodes where you could just skip ahead um, yeah
1: you couldn't find his matches because there was no tick marks
3: yeah Well, they finally added something to where it's like, Booker T defends his television title. And just leave it at that.
1: Triple threat world heavyweight title match at WrestleMania 20. Yeah. Without description.
3: Yeah. So they were able to fight. They're they're able to sneak around it in a way. But you still can't type in Chris Benoit. Um, I know if you go on Nutripan World, you can still find Chris Benoit or Wild Pegasus tags. Which that shocked the fuck out of me, but then again, New Japan doesn't really care about American endeavors, really. Uh, so right. Like, <laughs> that's when I found out. Uh, which I, I still gotta watch. Apparently, he, Benoit had a match with Tenzon and I've heard good things about it. I might have to definitely check that out. But uh, it's uh it, it it's strange to see because like I'm so used to like not being able to find when I type in Benoit on the network, and then I just type in Wild Pegasus on New Japan World. Well, there he is. And there he is having to stare down with 10s on. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's its own video. It's like, whoa, it's surreal. So, uh, pretty much, uh, it's, but like, I don't think, but I so now that you're able to, but being you, you, you were able to explain that more in voice. I think I understand yeah. it more because like through text, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Zach. I was fucking horrified. <laughs> when, I, when I watched this episode And you said all that I was like what in the fuck But now that you said it in voice And were able to explain it more I was like okay now I understand Cause like I'm like I was I, I, <laughs> I was, uh, I was jo- like what?
0: Technically Joe clarified my point Because I'm shitty I'm a shitty wordsmith But Joe was like okay here's the piece of paper That he laid out Let me just <laughs>
3: That That's is why the I waited for Joe to come back <laughs> before we got into it because I'm like, wait, wait. Me and Joe know you. We could probably express it better. We could still debate, but I feel like we'd get a better idea of what you're trying to say because, uh, me and me and uh Donald were having this conversation yesterday when we saw Draws on uh, cause like we saw Draws cause like the last time we saw Draws on TV was uh the Road Warrior documentary Dodo did, and as well he was also on Bite This on WWE.com. He still looked like Draz, but he was just in a wheelchair. Well, of course, in uh, Dark Side of the Ring, he's a lot—he looks a lot heavier. So me and Donald were like, "Oh fuck!" Well, of course, and we wanted to express it on Twitter, but we both were like, "Ah, uh, yeah, I just—I just left it at, oh shit, I got sad when I saw Draz because, like, obviously it's still sad we see him in the wheelchair. But we were like, "What the fuck happened to him?"
1: Right, uh, he's unrecognizable.
3: Right, he it doesn't even look like draws anymore.
1: No. Um,
3: but so but of course had we put that on Twitter in word form we would have probably been like, what the fuck's your problem? Uh, well like that was the problem that was, that was my thing with Zach when I read the thing I'm like what? <laughs> so that's why I was like looking forward to us talking about it in person because like we probably would have of course, we had all this time to think about what we wanted to say and such and as well as um, we probably would have understood it better. And we did, and I, and I I have to say I'm very pleased, because <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Zach?
0: <laughs> well, also, even that's through why... text and, Sorry, and your, rough. uh, no, you're fine. Oh, so,
3: uh, that's why I was like, dude, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> that's why I was like that, because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so now that we're talking in person, I'm like, okay, I get it now, because like, I was like, Zach, no. <laughs> But anyway, continue, what were you about to say? Well,
0: and also like just your reaction because you were like he killed he was gonna kill wrestling and even in person and through text because you kinda had did the same reaction is weird. But anyway. And it's like, okay, well would it have killed it? I don't know, or did it make it better? That's like it sucks that that happened and that was the cause for the the head injuries and the chair shots and all right. that shit. Yeah, but better because you meant the, like uh... because, Saber. because safer because it yeah. it brought it brought you know awareness to things that were happening that technically you know Chavo could could have memory problems down the line. Jericho, all these guys that we love and cherish and all this stuff right now could have could have the same. Pro- not Benoit problem, but you know what I mean? Had like, they, their brains could be, fucked. Had they, could be fucked.
3: Had that not happened, you know how, like, the NFL, a few years ago, got in that whole concussion scandal? Right. Um, WWE, Same thing. WWE would have been in that boat, but when that concussion scandal came out, I think even WWE to press, like, champion go, yes, our fucking performers are safe because we did this, we did this, we did this. Not mentioning what started that, but mentioning, hey... Here's, right. Here's here's what during all this, but here's what think we've ab- been able to do. We we ban chair shots to the head. We ban any shots to the head. And in the any event that anybody violates it, they get heavily fined or even suspended. Which I highly doubt they suspended anybody for it. But they just fucking like was it like I think like Triple H and Undertaker that, got like a couple a couple grand fine for that WrestleMania 27 match where they started. Hey, let's hit each other in the head with a steel chair in a shitty match. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh,
0: like think about that. WWE would not would have continued on...
3: Oh, for sure. They ...doing would. what they,
0: they, they were care. doing until the NFL brought up that scandal with whoever had that concussion and, you know, A, B, and C.
3: Totally agree. Totally so that's
0: agree. what I'm saying because it's like Vince doesn't change anything unless it's brought up on a so. big scale, in a grand scale where it's like, oh, I need to change this. And even still, sometimes he just doesn't.
3: With any... I wouldn't even say with Eddie's death because obviously wrestlers are still able to get around with it, but with, with Benoit's death, the drug testing and the concussion testing got a lot better. Right. So it. So. It's fucked up. I wish it wasn't that way. I wish I, in a perfect world everybody would have still everybody would still be alive and we and we would uh, have these precautions with drugs and concussions. But of course that's not the case. This is re- welcome to fucking reality. Happy birthday. There's no cake. There's no ice cream, as Brian Regan says. Uh,
0: happy Easter.
3: <laughs> yeah! No, but nothing has got me more fucked up than someone wishing me Happy Easter Go. wait, what? And then I realize it's Easter, and I'm like, fuck off. Praise right. Jesus. Happy Easter.
0: <laughs> happy Easter. We're celebrating someone getting brutally tortured and murdered. It's fine. <laughs> and then he comes out, comes out of a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> fucking rock cave I'm alive and then floats off into the clouds I just yep. had to
3: mute my microphone holy shit <laughs> 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 and then I spent this better luck conversation to laugh at a fucked up joke about Jesus
2: <laughs> well Whoa. boys and if no, you're
0: religious man. and listen to this Fuck you. You do you. It's fine. I feel like we peaked
1: there, guys.
3: Yeah.
1: Let's get into <laughs> our plugs. Moments. Plugs. Two and a
3: half hours. Two and a half hours. That's 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 a good.
1: That sounds about right. That sounds about us.
3: I'm so happy we did this. I as as much as I would have loved to see you two in person, I am still happy we did this.
1: Oh, most definitely.
3: So uh, definitely for yeah. sure, we'll probably do it again for like discography episodes. Um, cause like me and Zach were talking about that. Me and my brother were talking about that. Uh, I'm sure Joe, you'd be down for it. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, I'm hot. I'm drunk. (laughs) I have a, I have a half chub because that's what happens when I'm drunk. Um, (laughs) was that? (laughs) I just hear. Just Joseph. Joe
0: golf clapping. Just it's not him golf go clapping.
3: Golf. It's him fapping. <laughs> <laughs> Set, having in a, my ha- kitchen.
1: Oh,
3: oh! Wide oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 open in oh, oh. the kitchen, just like a wild man.
3: Lauren walks in. Happy Joe. Easter, everyone! <laughs> Happy Easter. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe, le- lead us out. You're the host. You're the goddamn host of this.
1: All right. Well, you can find this fine. Tasty morsel of delicious trio. ear fuck in the uh, <laughs> on the shellshock network, and you can find me on Twitter at Joe underscore DIYH. Look for my header; it's uh, the executioner white Pete. You know about me? By the way, and Pete, oh. you still need to follow Wait. my new account. <laughs> I thought I was.
3: No, you. Th- I know. Also, I told this to Zach. I think he thinks I'm. Fo- he's following me, but but it's because like um, you th- you you followed my old account, but you're not following my new account. But you know, it-
1: there's too many accounts now. I have to follow yeah. a bunch of stuff.
3: Just just follow. Yeah. Just goodnight, Greg Thirty Five. That's uh that's my new account. Okay.
1: All right. Cool. Also, you'll be able to see my voice again. Why is Pete again. White? Am I right?
3: We've had this conversation before, Zach. Let's not bring it back up. Have we? Oh, I, don't think I thought were we were right. gonna ask Joe this yeah, last that's time. Yeah, that's right. We killed you off and replaced you with Drew. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey. <laughs> I just died. Oh.
0: Always a good time.
3: Joe's so wore out. He's like, oh.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just like that I Jesus. Be-
0: Joe killed him. Jesus, Joe killed him. That's fine. Joe's not going to show up on the next DIYH, guys. It's
2: oh, just... you don't know that. I will.
3: <laughs> no, it's not DIYH without Joe. I, I'm sorry, Zach, but me, you and I are on too many things for it to be DIYH. It's got to be Joe, at least.
1: <laughs> that's, my, that's my signature.
3: Yeah, that's the sig. For cigarette and he signatures. Is?
1: You know.
0: It is his, his creation.
3: Joe, selling autographed cigarettes for uh, $20 on uh, Venmo. Hey,
0: don't start. They're not even real cigarettes. They're just candy cigarettes. Zach stands at OnlyFans.
3: No. I can see that. No. Dude, just
1: post-feed pics.
3: That's all everybody wants.
1: (laughs) It's a genre, man. It's taken over. Oh, I know. Oh, I know.
3: I'll just post, I'll just, I'm my fans, I'll just piss. Just post videos of me pissing.
0: Yeesh. <laughs> or just you shirt cocking it <laughs> in different poses.
3: Maybe do it. Zach, did you see, <laughs> Zach, you saw the, uh, you, you were on the ARC stream. You see what I named my yes. uh, pet dinosaur? No. Uh, Cleveland Stewart. I think
0: you ended it. <laughs>
3: I call him Cleveland for short. Cleveland. Zach, what the hell is your plug oh, so we can get
0: the fuck off here so I can live stream Resident Evil 2? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, fine. Um, all right, so Instagram and Twitter are both Noir1930. And O-I-R 1930, in case you guys don't know how to spell that. Um, what else? Uh, <coughs> I have Twitch streams with Greg occasionally. Doing dumb shit, talking about dumb shit. Um, Come on. Yup. Douchebag. It's all good. (laughs) Um,
3: Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, I miss you, Lauren. (laughs) I want to get drunk with you and talk about Chris Cornell. (laughs) And sit
0: sit on the kitchen floor.
3: (laughs) We should play uh, a weird. I think we've talked about this before. Have a game show podcast where we just play games. Like Lauren could even be in. We just have a musician like Jeopardy game where it's like Chris Cornell, Dave Grawl, uh, uh, uh Axl Rose. Who would be the other two? Corey Taylor and
1: uh, who would be the last one? Smash. Stop and
0: Yanni. Yanni. <laughs> share. There. Literally share. Literally share. Courtney Love. We just need one. Britney Or Spears. Madonna. Yeah. We'll uh, just throw in a whole shit talk.
3: Eminem. Machine Gun
1: anyway. Billy. Anyway. <laughs> 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 all right, boys. Excellent. I'm up out of
3: All right, God bless. Joe's like, fuck off. I'm getting off now.
0: <laughs> I have plugged. Joe's like, uh, I plug. I'm fucking out.
3: Plug. You can follow me at GoodnightGreg35. Check out the uh, other podcasts, such as the Shell Pod, uh, Animations Anonymous, and Discography. You can also follow us on Twitch, uh, Shell Shrek Network, as well as the YouTube channel, Shell Shrek Network, and Shellstruck Network VOD. And uh, other than that, I'm going to go uh, drink more vodka, and live stream Resident Evil 2. Of course, by the time you hear this, that will be long gone.
0: But uh, that's And you I'm know going. who we are but you don't know why we're here. Peace.